All right, so we are live with uh, Fabian Melendez. Thanks for being here, man. Good morning, man. No, thank you for having me, man. Yeah. Great to see you. Great to see you after so many years high school. And, it's been and, a bit, man. And here we are, man. Growing, yeah. Growing yeah, doing dude. a podcast. Uh, yeah, right, man. <laughs> on Lifestyle Medicine. So Fabian and I went to high school together. You were there all four years at CB, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, Rock sir. on. Rock on. And then you got into boxing... Like when? Like how? How, uh, how soon after was the... about two years after high school? You know, like okay. yeah, after That's two years of high in. school, right? Yeah, because yeah. I, I, st- I mean, I've, the last intense thing I did was the, our, my varsity year of the senior year of high school, and then yeah. you know those freshman fifteen. I probably put on those freshman twenty twenty five or thirty. Yeah, <laughs> or thirty, dude. Just having a good time working right here, at La Esperanza, mm-hmm. uh, La Esperanza. I worked in the warehouse man. over there with a. Uh, with uh, with the paciencias and and, and and Martin and um and it was just a I could eat and drink whatever I wanted any time you know and yeah, I ran into my my buddy uh, my childhood friend best friend since first grade uh, he'd been boxing since we were eight years old and and it was just one of those things I was man I just I, I want to start working out again my dad would never let me yeah would never let me box but he had me in every single sport since I was five so. I was like, what's the best way to get in shape? The fast way to get in shape, you know, boxing, yeah. you know. But I was like, I did not want to get hit, dude. I did not want to get hit. That's not what I wanted to do. I was like, I just want to do the workout. Yeah. So we went to go. My friend picked me up. Yeah, uh, sorry. No, my, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. My friend, my friend, uh, I told my friend, I saw him. He says, uh, I'll pick you up tomorrow. Let's go running. Let's go running at Curtis Park, right? Um Man, I wasn't doing the, the I was doing uh, too many extracurricular activities out there, right? I was I I was I, I told him I would go run, but I just got done smoking, you know, with my buddy yeah. and that wasn't I was it was very that's why I blew up to 300 pounds, you know? So, I'd get the munches I eat and then it easy didn't do, work. Man. And you're a big guy, so it's yes, sir. easy to put on the weight quick, man. So, he he he, pick, he he picked me up and we mm-hmm. went to go run 3 miles and I was like, "All right, this is the start of the change, you know?" And then the next day we went to the gym. And then four weeks later, I got my first spar. They're like, "Oh, you want to go into spar?" Yeah, I sparred in there with a very experienced person, lighter weight, and and I got hit, and I felt I felt uh, <laughs> I got played. I felt like I was being used. I felt like no, 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 not the best feeling. Yeah, right? not the best feeling. I knew yeah. that I was I, I could be better at it. So, man, I left with a big old lump on my eye, and and that was the beginning of it that yeah. flipped a switch on me like life smacked me in the face and i was like it's either you're yeah. going to fight or flight and yeah. i showed up to the gym the next day and they're like oh, okay he's he, he wants some more all right right on and yeah. the rest is history here we are 17 years later <laughs> it's how it happens right like usually like an experience like that will kind of it'll get a hold of you right mm-hmm. you have something happen and you're like all right so like that happened mm-hmm. <laughs> and i usually yeah there's a response like i'd like to do something different or learn the skill to make to mitigate <laughs> what just mm-hmm. happened. Well, so prior to you going into the boxing scene, had your family done it? Was there like what? Where was there? Was there prior um, interest, or did you just man, happen to fall? No, in? I've been. I've. I've like like the, from the neighborhood I come in West Sacramento, and specifically Broderick. You know, like uh-huh. like there is many fighting families. You know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. you have the Savala families. You got the uh, WBC champion Willie Joran, who who took me under his belt and helped me out, you know, and, and educated me a lot, yeah. you know, after I'd gone to a few different gyms, there's, um, oh man, I, I, so many just fighters, you know I mean? From, right. from our neighborhood. Um, and it, it was just one thing that I always knew. And then the first, and then my, we would always watch Julio Cesar Chavez, which was my favorite fighter of, uh-huh. of all time, you know, and watching that guy as a kid was just so inspirational and just so like motivating. Just like, wow, like, this is a great fighter. And then 
when I first met Tony the Tiger Lopez in Sacramento, it was at um, I was at Sutter's Ford on I forgot what maybe single the mile weekend. He was yeah, doing yeah. autograph signing. I was just a kid, um, and I was like that was like my first celebrity I met, and I met Tony the Tiger. And then I would watch him fight. So I'd go to the Arc Arena, watch the watch this greatest fight, you know what I mean, with Rocky Lockridge there. Yeah. Uh, I saw him uh, fight uh, Jorge Maramelo Baez, you know what I mean? Like, like it was just like, it was always there. And I was watching my best friends fight, <laughs> eight years yeah. old, nine years old, my neighborhood <laughs> friends. Right. I want to do that too, you know, but... <laughs> No, we'll just watch boxing. So I always watched boxing as a kid. So Julio Chavez, Mike Tyson, you know. So it was in there. Yeah, it was just always in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that like exposure. Fight. Yes. It's the same way for me, man. I, I Martial arts was like always in the back of my mind because my dad trained it. Mm-hmm. He was big into it. And it's the same kind of thing. I think if you're just around as a kid, like most things, if your dad's into like tinkering with cars, you're going to pick it up mm-hmm. or it's going to be in your, mm-hmm. it's going to be in there to some mm-hmm. degree. Mm-hmm. So it got, yeah, it sounds like it was in there from the beginning. Um, and then when did you shift from... Like, what was the driving point from, like, I want to train boxing a little bit to potentially, like, actually competing? Compete as an amateur? Yeah. Well, that that's what it was. It's just, like, I started to lose weight. The Learning the skill and, and putting in the work gave me the confidence to be yeah. like, okay, you know, a sparring session led up to, you know, to the fights, you know, and... You know, I was conquering fears left and right. You know, I was overcoming adversity. Feels pretty good. Yes, it does. You know, like my very first sparring, yeah. like my main, main sparring partner, my first <clears throat> sparring partner was this like six foot five uh, professional by the name of Dan McGeary, you know. And, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look that guy, I don't know if he, he has stuff out there, but man, Dan McGeary, big six foot five Irish guy. Big dude. Yes. And professional and, and, and I didn't know any better, but just to throw down, and I was hanging in there. So yeah, I was like, all right, that, that's who was getting me ready for my first amateur fight. My first amateur fight it was in the super heavyweight division. Yeah. I was two thirty five. I fought a guy that was five ten, about the, the same weight, and I beat him in the third. In, you know, I stopped him in the third round. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a knockout, but the amateurs they call it a stoppage. Yeah. But I just remember just throwing and punching my heart out, but not really with no skill. You know, so. Went back. That was a fight. Was a Saturday. I was back in the gym Monday, like being hungry. It's like, whoa, there's more to this, you know. I don't know right. what it is, but there's more to this. I know I got to work hard, and and then you know my best friend kind of saw me push a little bit more that day, and he's like, you want to win, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. He's all. And then, then you got. Then you had the bug, and, and it just kept going. You know, it gets. Yep. It got addicting. You know, it got mm-hmm. really addicting. So. I would I would always just train and try to be my best, and then I would get fights. You know what I mean? I wasn't yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna fight this weekend, this weekend, this weekend. You know, it's just because yeah. it's a, it's it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of sacrifices being made, yep. and and you know these these um, I don't know these these adversities, these, these things that you want to get better at. You know, as as yeah. far as um the challenges, the, yeah. the challenges. You know, so yeah. it's just boxing constantly just kept me driven kept me going forward and kept me out of trouble yeah kept you on track exactly definitely you know and yeah when i wasn't boxing i wasn't my best i was i wasn't living up to my potential i wasn't doing the things the way i was raised to and taught to yep i fell um victim not victim not a victim i I was a product of my environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And well, not an empowered position, right? <laughs> yeah, I was a product of my environmental. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, Mozzie yeah. says that. Shout out to Mozzie. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, I, I I found myself back again through boxing. I was like, you know what? There's something about this boxing that's just constantly keeping me on track and making me my best. Yep. 
I don't know what it is. I'm just going to keep on going with it, you yeah. know? So I had a lot of, 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 of good jobs. You know, I used to work at the Grant School District and Human mm-hmm. Resources. And there was times, you know, it was like there was times where where there'd be certain professionals at the gym at Capital Boxing here in, in uh, Stockton Boulevard. Oh, wow. And I'd be like, man, I want to go train during the day. So I'd call in sick. I wouldn't go to work. <laughs> also, there's something to that. Right, you know what I mean? Like, right, why, right. I don't want to get paid, but I want to go to the gym to go work out and get oh, yeah. punched and go learn some stuff. Like, Oh, yeah, physically move your body. What's wrong with that, you know? Yeah. So I don't know what it is. I said, um, I'm not training to be a world champion, but there's some somehow, some way I could get paid off this sport if – I work hard enough if I'm a student of it, if right. I overcome those right. things personally. And then right. the reward of all that hard work is is the fight. That's that's the reward of it. That's you know? where it culminates, right? Yeah, you've already won. You've already once you stepped into that ring and that fight, yeah. you've already won. Because you prepared quite yes, a bit. Yes, you've already yeah. won. So it's just like now the last you know, the the icing on the cake is now testing your skills against your opponent mm-hmm. in there and just seeing who 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 has a better skill? It's not right. necessarily who's the better person. Right. It's who has the better skill, you know. Yep. So you're fighting a skill, and that just always just kept me hungrier, hungrier, and hungrier. And but my skills were starting to match up with a lot of like good good people, and, right? You know, and proximity and, is power, man. Proximity is power. I like that. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yes, it's yes, not yes, mine. Yes. Tony no, Robbins no, no, says yeah, that, no. but proximity I'm like, proximity power. When he says that, I'm always like, damn, that's a. If you're around people that are better than you. Yeah. It's just, you know, arguably you're going to get better. Yes. And, and, and it's just like, you know, in this sport and it's just, you, it's, it's, it's not for everybody, you know, but it's, is but everybody can practice and do the techniques, but the fighting part of it, it's, it's different, you know, but for sure. So I, I definitely, um, had a lot of confidence with, with all the work that I did, the people that I've been in the ring with. And man, amateur fights turned into Golden Glove tournaments, just yeah. turned into to different different stuff. And then yep. I had never planned to be a professional boxer. <laughs> like right. it was a dream, right, right, right. But uh, but when I started competing there in the Bay Area at Undisputed Boxing Gym with uh, being around Mike Basil, um, you know Victor Conti, um, Nonito Donaire, like all these like you know big names in boxing, they uh. I was getting more confident. Yeah, I was. I was hanging with it's a lot natural, of these natural yeah, process right? with all these big sparring partners. You know, yep. the Tony Johnson. You have Edwin Rodriguez. You have like just so many people that I've been around. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm doing all this work. I'm around these people. Maybe you should fight a professional fight. As I was in my head, right now, um, promoters would come in because a lot of top fighters would come throughout that gym. You know, the promoters come in, the ma- the managers and stuff like that, and and. Like who's this guy? Who's this guy hanging with everybody? Who yeah. is this? Yeah. Who is this kid? He's got like, like yeah. has has a skill. Who is he? Like, remember want to fight pro? Nah, I'm 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 good. It's not what yeah. I want to do. And that yeah. went on for months. And then my trainer, uh, Mike Basil, he would he would always say, "Hey, you know, just you should box a little bit. You know, never no pressure." He was like, "You, yeah, you yeah. got it. You know, yeah, yeah. got it." But nudging you, nudging me just a little bit. You know, nudging he's a, a great leader. That man. You know, and yeah. and so and then uh, Jermaine Deramadine uh, De- from the UFC, right? Good friend of mine. She was working at at at, at the gym, and she'd always encourage me. Mm. Oh, you have you're good. You should yeah. you go, should fight pro when you test pro. Waters, yeah. Right? yeah, and, yeah, and she's always there. says, you know, like uh, Jermaine's Jermaine's saying is always like. Uh, die with our memories not dreams you know and i'm, I'm yeah. getting inspired by this by this by this right. woman you know so right, right 
and then all my other friends, you know, you know, kind of not gassing me up, but definitely like, dude, letting me know, like, dude, you have skills, get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one day I just decided. Um, I, I told I told my trainer Mike Basil, hey, tell Herb Stone, rest in peace, Herb Stone, great man, man, what a great person that guy was to to have a a, a man like that um help you out in in, in such a yeah. dirty business, you yeah. know, mentor but, man, yes, you know, good man, and I and yeah. I and he'd always say, hey, you know, turn you want to turn, I got you, you know, and, and Paco, Paco, um, Paco presents the promoter was kind of like, oh, Yo, you you're good, you could do it, yeah. Finally, I said, Baz. Tell Herb, tell Paco, let's do this. I'll jump in, yeah. And then the rest was history, and then it was just like, oh, this is for real now. Yeah, <laughs> you're in the game now. This is for real. It's a different level from the amateurs to the pro. No yeah. headgear, smaller gloves, and every fighter knows from the yeah. amateurs to the pro, there's heavy risks involved. Once you step into that ropes, you're putting your life on the line. Yeah. God forbid anything happens, but... It's risky. Protect yourselves at all times. <laughs> it's, it's risky, man. That's yeah. It's the nature. So, it's the nature of the game. It's the truest test of of, of, of one person. You know what I mean? Like you definitely yeah. see the character, the heart, the will. You know, and win, lose, or draw in a fight. Every, the crowd wants to. The crowd wants to see a knockout, right? But of as course, long as like yeah. two fighters do their best, win, lose, or draw, they're happy. They're 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 yeah. They can live with them giving their best. Right. Win, lose, or draw, and that's what that's. That's a well. You hit on you hit on some some cool threads because mm-hmm. there's and there's a lot there. So some mm-hmm. things like I want to go back. Um, well, so when you're when you're talking about this, right? That this idea of challenges, right? The it's pretty common. I mean, how many times do we see it in athleticism where people are people will tackle something physically, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's a triathlon, whether it's boxing, whether it's martial arts. There's something very real about taking on the challenge, physically challenging your body, um, struggling. And then getting to some kind of resolution that that we all sort of need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, like people, clients I work with, a lot of people are like, "Oh man, they they, they don't have enough challenge in their life." Mm. Like there's just kind of like, I don't want to say that, yeah, but it's like a, it's like a muscle, right? Like it just gets flaccid, and their attitude gets kind of flaccid, and they just get kind of like blah. And yeah. it's like, you know, uh, Jordan Peterson talks about this. He's like, take on responsibility. Like go take on some challenges, the things that are difficult. Like take them on. They're not like something to be avoided. They're actually something that will shape you, mm-hmm. that will take you to the next iteration of whatever mm-hmm. the hell you're going to be. Yeah. But, you know, jump into the challenge, which is cool because that's pretty much what you're saying is like, yeah, it was challenging. It was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I got schooled a little bit the first time I went in there. <laughs> you know, I wanted to get better. So there's that. You know, there's like a real time um, piece there, which I, which I really appreciate. And the thing that you had talked about before we had this, got on this podcast, when mm-hmm. I called you, yeah. we were talking about this. You said... You're like, so, because we were talking about people want to like study martial arts. They want to study, study fighting arts, but a lot of times they don't want to go into professionally, mm-hmm, right? They mm-hmm. don't want to go into just not in their makeup. They don't want to necessarily like put the risk and get hurt, but they still want to learn the skill. Mm-hmm. They still want to cultivate the craft. They still want to get good at it. They want to be mildly proficient. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that was the cool piece uh, when we were talking. You had said you were kind of in that mode too. You're, yes. like, you're like, yeah, I want to teach people the skill and not necessarily be training elite fighters. I want to give people the skills, the training, let them like use it as a tool for self-development. It sounds yes, like. Exa- exactly. You know Which I mean? Which is like, great. No, that's, that's, that's exactly it. You know, my, my, because it goes back to <clears throat> that very first sparring session. I mean, I was, I was coached, but I wasn't really coached and prepared enough yeah. to hold my own in there. You know what I mean? I, they saw yep. me as a big, tough person. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. But show me the skill. Show me the, you know, the, the right, 
the what, when, where, whys, and hows of the boxing. So yep. educate me a little bit more. Yep. So that's always been my mission is to anybody that comes to me, try to educate them with the much information that they're able to handle so that they could practice and start moving and flowing and boxing, get that ball rolling. Once they, you know, give you the, the basic, you know, lessons in the beginning. And then from there you learn those basics and, um, I believe it's Picasso, right? Learn the rules like a pro, break them like artists, something like, <laughs> around, something like I don't know if, it, if yeah. I'm quoting that right, but I just yeah. I always say that like learn the rules like a pro and break them like an artist, you know? And yeah, that's boxing. You everybody's different, our backgrounds, our height, our weight, styles, yeah. life experiences. Now you take those beginning lessons, you put them together, and then you start being creative through your shadow boxing. That's where you start developing your own style, mm-hmm. you start getting better shape. Then you apply that to the bag. Right. That turns into something else, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then you carry that over into submit work, and that turns into something else. And then you go into some sparring. And then the last thing is a fight. Yeah. You know? There's those those, those layers of it, but that's if you want to go do that. That's if, yeah, if, right. yeah, right? Right. But right. if not, I'm going to teach you everything from a fighter's perspective. I'm going to coach you up yeah. from a carrying position, but also... Yep. Uh, like Joe Cortez, a uh, good referee. You know, I'm fair but firm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. like it's, it's. Uh, I'm not being a drill sergeant, but I am expecting you to um, work at the best of your abilities right now. Right. And then from there, kind of push you past that little uncomfortable point. Yeah. Be being Which comfortable is, being uncomfortable. And yeah. then once you can do that and breathe yeah. and relax, then we get to the next step. Well, and that's reasonable, right? It's like to, to be, I think we all need that. We all got to be pushed beyond the comfort our comfort zone mm-hmm. i mean no real growth it's like muscle growth mm-hmm. nothing happens mm-hmm. if it doesn't get uncomfortable mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. there's no actual evolution if we don't push past those things but that's really good because i think like i said that's i cannot tell you how many people want they want to engage this stuff but they don't want to necessarily get hurt right, which i right. totally get yeah, i know of course like i mean that's a legitimate real-time thing i mean joe rogan talks about this if you watch his podcast he did taekwondo he trained Taekwondo and was doing full contact, I think, in his late teens and early 20s. Uh-huh. And he got tagged in the head a few times and was getting headaches. Yeah. At like 20. Yeah. And he was like, ah, oh, I don't think, like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to be 30 and like, you know, uh-huh. slurring my words. And he was, it was just a legitimate, he right. was like, I want to keep my wit. I want to be sharp. I want to be articulate. Like, I don't want to lose that. So mm-hmm. he was like, I'm just not going to fully dive into that. But he still continued to train, right? Mm-hmm. And he still continued to do his things that he was doing. And I think that's the piece that's relevant nowadays, especially because people, I think it's like all or nothing. A lot of people think like they, you, if I study boxing, I have to. 100%. Right. They, yeah. get, they get scared. They're like, well, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to become this thing. Uh, so they, they, they tune it out. Mm-hmm. And it's not just boxing. It's other things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Other, I think any like fighting arts in general, there's a stigma like you can't learn this skill without becoming a trained killer. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> like right. You're gonna learn skill. You know, I think it's I think it's really relevant. But I think it's like what you're saying, like the fighter's mindset. Mm-hmm. You're still like distilling that down for the people that you're training. Yes. Still giving them that gem. Yes, exactly that. So and then good. and then how they could like when I would when you would train a a boxer a fighter, you're training them so when they apply that in the ring in a fight, right? Right. I apply those same lessons and try to make it relatable to the everyday corporate person. How totally. is going to help you in your business it meeting getting that deal? That it it's the same type of fight. It completely applies. It's the same fight, adversity. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, like the Marines. You adapt yeah, yeah, and yeah. overcome. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> well, it gives you a mindset. That's the that's the biggest shift, I think, with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. When they study, I think people in general, this is, I mean, this is true for me. Like when I was studying fighting mm-hmm. arts and we would actually do sparring and we would actually do stuff, I remember I was thinking like, I'm never going to be a, 
an elite mm-hmm. fighter. I'm not going into this to like be. It's just not in my makeup. But the attitude mind shift that would happen as a result of just doing those things, it was amazing. That was like a, the biggest draw. I was like, damn, my my attitude is just better when I come out of that space mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I come out of that class. And mm-hmm. I think that's the tool, right? Right. That's the pivot. Like why we should do it in and, a lot of ways. And that's exactly it. And I think. People like um, any workout you do, any yoga, meditation, whatever, right? Yeah. People go through the motions of stuff every day, work, life, this, that, right? But when you do things like with intent, with purpose, with heart, with passion, with desire and nothing but 100% focus on that, if it's from... Like if, if from the smallest task of just <laughs> holding a push-up position, okay, I'm gonna do this as if I'm hanging off the edge of a cliff, and right. my life depends on it. You know, I play right. kind of play those games in there with myself to make it make me focus. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so as long as I think you do with things with intent and focus, I was like, you'll find what you're looking for. You know what I mean? And yeah. That's anything you do, you know, for sure. I think I, I, I think you'll agree. feel a little more happier and satisfied. But if you just go through the motions of it and you don't put anything into it. You're probably not going to get anything out of it. It's very true. <laughs> I mean, there has to be a real-time applicable principle that you have to be mm-hmm, teaching mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. There has to be something to fall back on. So, like, I hit this – I teach Tai Chi, right? And I, I tell people – I'm, like, always of the of the mind when I teach people Tai Chi. They're always – people are like, well, isn't this, like, some sacred old ancient fighting art? I'm like, look, was it used for fighting at one point? Yeah. Like, has it been my focus? No. Mm-hmm. And two, if you really want applicable, like, real-time self-defense – you should take boxing mm-hmm. or some wrestling or jujitsu or kickboxing. Mm-hmm. Like learn some basic real time skills of what would actually go down. Right. You know, you're not going to be practicing like a health practice in a fight. <laughs> you know, it, it's, I mean, it can be, it can go both ways. And at the same time, when I'm teaching this stuff to people, I go through my classes and I'll show them the gestures and the postures. And I will talk about how this would be used like martially. Mm-hmm. And then I muscle test, you know, I'm like, okay, so hold the posture and I, I press on their body. And if they, like, you can just, immediately tell where they're off balance so i'm like so adjust your torso so that if i push on you there's at least structure i was like you're not going to use this in a bar fight right right let's not be stupid right right this is not what this is but you should your body should still have the structure the thing that's structurally sound is still going to be good for you Mm -hmm. regardless of whether you use this martially or not Mm -hmm. and i never teach it like that like i'm never like this is like a pristine self-defense system you should rely on this i'm like don't do that come to this for health but also, we have to talk about the fighting element a little bit. Yes. Because it, without that piece there, people's structure is typically weak and they get less out of it. Yes, like yes. People, I've seen this so many times because I've been in lots of different martial art organizations and you'll go and train. And people, and I was one of these people, I just want to train, but I don't like violence. So I don't want to touch any of the fighting applications. And my teachers were like... You're not going to learn anything. They're like, well, like, okay. Yeah. But you're going to miss out on quite right. a bit in terms of... And that was, I just, it took me a few years to get it. I was like, all right. And then I started to see, like I would do a movement and I was like, okay, this feels good in my body. And I think I'm like, I feel better after doing it. Mm-hmm. But then I would watch one of the other guys who had studied it and could actually apply it into like a throw. And I was like, damn, that's for one, that's cool. <laughs> like that's cool. I didn't know that was like on the menu. And two, like their body was more structurally sound than mine and they yes. were smaller than I was. Yes. So I was like, okay, outside of that, just from like the, diagnostician clinician point of like analyzing something I was like all right so there's a spectrum here I need to like touch on mm-hmm. you know and it sounds like it's the same thing you're talking about yeah which I appreciate completely because it's like if there isn't that little bit of harsh reality a little bit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it 
They're not going to take it serious. Well, yeah, and you're going to miss out, and people, and that's the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. There needs to be a little bit of challenge just so people don't get complacent and bored. Yes, because people do. Yes, they yeah, get, for they sure. Get complacent and bored. They're for just sure. like, yeah, I've got this, and it's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Like, like, uh, no, you graduated kindergarten. Like, yeah, yeah. you're like you're like through the first bit. Yes, you know, yes. it's that it's that mind body connection. You know, what I mean, just knowing how to. Like I said, uh, people are a lot of people are on autopilot. All this, a lot of noise in their lives, right? Yeah. To sit there, stay quiet, and now like, okay, identify how to move a certain muscle, how to engage this, okay, how to fill that, how to get Huge, more out of dude. a plank. If you Huge. could know how to understand how to do a proper plank to get that core engagement, okay, then we could come up and now I can relay. Okay, when we do boxing, squeeze your lats, tuck your abs in. Now from here, step with, you know, whatever whatever it is that that person's mechanics require for. But first, everybody needs to know how to engage the core, how to stand, right. how, to, how, right. to, how to properly stand, use those body mechanics so you can maximize your power, your strength, your speed of your that kinetic chain, right? If there's any kind of weakness in that kinetic chain, yeah. power blows out, instability, it's over, right? Yeah. So it's, first things first, stability. <laughs> That's Dude, first things first. <laughs> you're speaking my language something fierce because this is, so that I, now, I, yeah, I have more questions right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good because no, like, I can relate 100%. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I think anytime you're using your body, that doesn't really matter what it's for. Like you have to understand, right, these like building blocks to physical movement. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's fighting application of any kind, yes, like there's some common threads. But yeah, so like this, what you just said hits home for me so completely. When I, and I'm just relating this to Tai Chi so I can like keep keep pace with you because it really applies. When I was in China back in 2013, my teacher who's in Kunming, he's like in China, Mm -hmm. He's like in his late 50s. What's, what's Kung? Is that a city? Kunming, yeah. It's oh, okay. a city. It's okay, a really okay. nice, nice city okay. in China. Yeah, it's a really cool spot. And he, when I was there, he 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 said to me, I had, I had a translator. My buddy was translating. Mm-hmm. But he's, I was like, I want to go back to the West and teach Tai Chi. And he like chuckled and was like, he said, <laughs> he said something in Chinese. And then apparently what he translated back to me was, he's like, trying to teach Americans Tai Chi is like trying to teach a horse to climb a tree. Ooh. And I was like, fuck, well, that's fucking pessimistic. Yeah, no, and at the same time, but it was but funny. Real, yeah. And he laughed and he goes... He's like Americans are completely disconnected from their mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. He's like they don't know how to t- they don't know how to move muscles. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to like use they call it the dantian the lower abdomen. They don't know how to use their core. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, the kinetic mm-hmm. chain. They call it the kinetic wave or mm-hmm. whatever. But it's the same type of ideas. And when I when I started teaching within like six months, and I was seeing Americans, you ask a person to move their hand, drop one hand, move the other, and turn their waist and their bodies, and they're frustrated mm-hmm. that they can't move their body. In a, what seems like a rudimentary thing, they're they're baffled that they just can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know that there's like a disconnect. You can see it in the mm-hmm. mind body, and I think to a lesser degree, it's the same kind of thing you went through, right? You're yeah. like you get kind of hooked. You're like, why can't I do this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, why is mm-hmm. this simple activity like? Why can't I move my muscle and lift an arm? Like what? And people get pissed off, mm-hmm. and that pissed off is kind of the catalyst. They get a little bit of a fire under their ass. Yes, yes. And they're like, what? Well, Fuck! Like I want to, like yeah. I want to learn that, and why can't I do this thing? But, dude, that I mean, I, it, people it, not being able to move their bodies, like not being able to tune into different musculature right. bandwidths, you know, like how to move a lat, how to compress one mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. how to like tuck the belly, how to yeah, how to do anything. Mm-hmm. People get totally disconnected. So when you're working with people, and you're working with like say the the the, the basics, right, mm-hmm. the foundational stability. Mm-hmm. What kind of exercises do you do with them to 
to do that? Is it just movements? Is it jabs? Or how do you how um, do you teach them to like it, use it, their body? It it mm. all it all comes it comes down to a lot of things. You know, like yeah. I'm literally like they got to think on your toes, right? Yeah, and same. So yeah. you have. You first you go off of somebody's body mechanics. Their first their energy that they have. You know right. what I mean? Like then like their body mechanics maybe. But I always like teaching boxing and how it's supposed to be taught. Yeah. From the floor up. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta start with your toes. Your yeah, head, yeah, yeah. Your, your feet, your ankles, your yeah. quads, your core. Yep. You gotta do that first, and then yep. and then the upper body, and then once you're able to connect from the floor, the core, and your upper body, and now move those together. That's where. Oh yeah. Now now we're talking. So exercises yep. that we was always you know start off with is your core, mm-hmm. basic planks. How to how to how to um, get rid of that anterior pelvic tilt and find that neutral spine and turn those turn yeah. the abs on and breathing. <laughs> the first basic <laughs> thing is breathing, right? People don't breathe. No, people with shallow breaths, you know. They don't breathe, man. Um, and yeah. and I, man, my my first uh, one of my first when I first started getting into yoga, I would go do private lessons with uh, with my yoga instructor, uh, and uh, I forgot what the the technique was called, but basically after the whole. Cause I was going through a very stressful time in my life, and I just I needed to get away. I was always on talking to yeah. people, helping people out. You know, yeah, I just need to get shit. away. Yeah, I need to get away during the yep. day, and I would go do yoga <clears throat> with uh, with my friend, and and she would um, she we went through this flow meditation type thing, and, and it helped me out tremendously. Stretching, just the basic things that I know how to do, yeah. but I needed somebody to push me. Yeah, someone to guide you. At the <laughs> end of the session, she says, "Okay, we're gonna finish with these breathing exercises." All right, it's cool, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got this. Yeah, yeah. I'm and uh, so I'm sitting, I'm sitting there in a um, uh, with my feet, my feet crossed. There was other positions that 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 she allowed me to get in, so I could do this breathing technique, and I forgot what it's called. Yeah, but. Basically, I ended up just sitting um, with my legs crossed, sitting there with my hands, uh, you know, uh, on my thighs, my knees, and eyes closed. And she asked, I was doing, I did three sets of 50 deep breaths. Uh-huh. I'm talking from my yeah. stomach to my chest to my back. Like, <sighs> three yeah. sets of 50. She says, okay, if you get, after each set, those last 20 repetitions, you might feel like you're going to feel lightheaded, yeah. a little ring. It's okay. Yeah, you yeah. know, we'll we'll get through that. Yep. I did all that. By the time I got to the third set, man, I was sweating. It was working. I was just breathing. Right. <laughs> I was using these muscles that I haven't used before that right. I only get to use when I push myself when I exhaust it. Right. You know, right? Right. The next day, man, you would have thought I threw like thousands of uppercuts and uh, uppercuts and and body shots. You know, for my core, my back. I felt like I got in a fight from sparring, and that's just from, from breathing. breathing. I was like, wow. Yeah. Give me more of that, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And it just it, it it reminded me back when I was when I made my professional debut, um, the training that we did, the high altitude training that we did, you know, with the machines with oh, Victor Conti and yeah, yeah, the, yeah. and the snacks, the snack, um, uh, the snack team, you know, and Victor Conti and Mike Basil. Um, this high altitude training, you know, so you know people put on those oxygen, those oh, yeah. those oh, don't yeah. work, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. a big tool. It looks cool, <laughs> but you're gonna hurt yourself. <clears throat> yeah, these are real machines, real, real systems that 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 were developed, and we would basically we would do sprints, uh, running, um, biking in a in a dome. We would hit yeah. the bags with this, but that breathing that it that. Um, High altitude training. We would yeah. train high, rest low to yeah. create more red blood cells to get right, oxygen right, right. going, and right. you know that whole system. Use the science, right? Man, I was felt so alert just from getting more air into my body, yeah. and I was like, okay, 
And then when I would spar and I would do my application and, and boxing and, and, and I was like, man, I would be able to work at a high rate, keep my right. heart rate low, right. recover faster. And my output was just amazing because I could breathe more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. It sounds so basic. <laughs> right, right. But this is like people miss this all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like biological efficiency, right? How do you how do you tune the system, mm-hmm, your body, just to optimize what it... Like there's a few ways we take in energy, right? Like air, mm-hmm. <laughs> food. Water. Mm-hmm. That's the primary ways, like right, and our emotions would I would say like definitely play a, ro- a role in physiology, but people forget it. Like breathing is so. I mean, God, I cannot tell you. We're not even doing stressful stuff in class, you know. Mm-hmm. Tai Chi's relaxed. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take people through other exercises, just you know, uh, same type of thing, man. Stress reduction things, you know, just to get them to chill out. And people they they don't even know how to breathe. Like you said, the shallow breathing, right? Mm-hmm. They, they look like a distressed animal almost. Like when I'm like with them, I'm like. Mm-hmm. If you were in the wild, I would think you were, like, not well. Right. Like, you're behaving, like, you just, it's weird, you know? They're, like, twitchy almost. But I, th- so then I when, I, when I think about that stuff and why people mm-hmm. breathe shallow, okay, mm-hmm. it goes back to what do they eat? Yeah. What's their job? What are their what stresses? Are they what are they sleeping? What are they doing, you know? Yep. Maybe they just, a lot of people don't know, you know? And that's, they like, don't. No, that's they exactly don't know, right. you know what I mean? So, um it's not their fault but it is the responsibility to learn and it's and it, and people like us to be able to try to help yeah. them out and hopefully talk, that they talk to them right yeah hopefully that they they're open enough to receive the message you know I me mean, yeah. for their own benefit and if not Fully. like my teacher said hey if you don't want to rock on with your bad self but i would like to help you out you Fully. know so but so i think i think you know, weight, activity, or yep. inactivity, all that stuff will play in uh, how you breathe, your posture, how you sit, how you stand. A hundred percent, dude. Um, but it's, 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 I think all the changes, um, good and bad and, and things that happen to us, it's, it's, I think it's how we think. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. It begins in the mind, man. Right. The belief, the belief. You oh know? yeah. So, oh yeah. It starts. It, yeah. If people don't have that confidence, they don't believe in themselves, their posture is going to be this. Oh yeah, you Their can breaths see it, are going to be that, dude. You know? It's a, it's a two way street too. Like I've seen those uh, Tony Robbins. Like I haven't been to his seminars, but I, I've checked out some of his shit mm-hmm. over the years, just mm-hmm. listening, you yeah, know, yeah. YouTubing, and yeah, yeah. And he was talking about there was this one thing that I, that he was talking about that I thought, holy shit, this is very true. And what he said was, he's like, look, if you they did this study right, and it was like they had people stand up with their chest up and look to the sky and smile. So he was like, had them look up and smile, and he's like. <laughs> And he's like, that already feels good. Yeah, yeah, totally. That already feels good. Totally. It feels great. And he's like, so try to hold like really negative thoughts in this body posture with a smile. And so people were like, really struggling. It it can't happen. It was very difficult, right? It can't happen. So he said, he said, now, he's like, now just like collapse your chest, look down and just kind of like slump and do that. And he's like, just see where your mind goes. And he said, so look, like it's a two way street. Like, like you said, like Mm -hmm. body posture, you know, you have to, you have to posture because it, he pointed out some really cool shit. He's like, we're mammals. Every animal in the animal kingdom postures. Like every single one. Mm-hmm. Like tigers will posture to like claim territory. Mm-hmm. Gorillas will posture to do whatever. He's like, it's not just all about dominance and aggression. It's part of how they like train their physiology. Like you have to, mm-hmm. you got to shape your body a certain way if you want to feel a certain mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. You can't just slump and slouch all day mm-hmm. and breathe with like a collapsed diaphragm and expect to just feel like mm-hmm. on top of the world. But it is a key point that people forget. Like I come across it so much. And when I ask people to breathe, they're like, 
why not a breathe? And I'm like, no, of course you do. You're alive. Like, <laughs> you're here. You're doing good. <laughs> yeah, you're alive. True. You have a pulse. But there's also a piece to like learning how to relax a diaphragm. Mm-hmm. You know, like re- relaxing muscles while you breathe too. That's another one. Yeah. You know? It's like people, to get those ideas into people's mind, it's, it's weird nowadays that it's like almost revolutionary, like breathing. Like, fuck, you're like breathing? Like the, and I'm like, yeah, breathing. <laughs> but, but I think it's so hard because... It, there's so much noise oh, it's in all life, chatter, right? Like, it's all mental like chatter. From social media, work, whatever, stress, stress, stress. They can't calm oh. that noise to be like, nope. Well, that's the beauty <laughs> of what you're doing, which I like, like mm-hmm. the boxing, right? Yeah. Like, and I think physical, yeah. Sorry, sorry, no, no. no, I, no. I, I don't, before we, I want go back to, um, we were saying, the, the, the points you were saying right before all this. The breathing? Breathing. Um, the, like the mind-body connection, getting people to actually oh, breathe. Oh, uh, looking up and down. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, body language, right? Yeah, yeah. In boxing, when we're tired, you cannot... We're, there's sharks in the... We're, shark, we're in there with sharks, right? Fully. They, they, they smell blood. They see blood. They see this. You, They're, oh, they're going to come like, get you, right? like, sweet, yeah. So, same thing, too. Like, I always tell my, 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 my boxers in training, my, my clients, everybody, right? When you're tired, do not look down. Look up. Breathe. Project that, right? Because yeah. you have to send yourself those living signals. Because the moment right. you look down, and you, you're Dang sending yourself these, these dying signals. And that's and that I always apply that, you know what I mean? So um, it's going back to what you're saying about Tony Robbins. That's why I was like, smile. I was like, yo, that's what I tell my people. Yeah, yeah, look yeah. up. You know, after even fighters, after they, they, they get done throwing down that last round of the fight, it's over. They're tired. They're exhausted. You better walk around like you won that fight. Yeah. You know, you have to project that confidence no matter what. You yeah. know, so... Um, posture, body language is huge. It's so important. (laughs) Yes. I've had a number of martial art teachers over the years. Some are like very health oriented. Some are more like fighting oriented, Mm -hmm. you know, that just, you know, it's like whatever your thing is. And I remember, you know, they said, if you're, if you're, even if you're not a fighter and you're training fighting technique, fighting arts, they're like, you still have to posture your body as if you're a fighter. They're like, keep the weight on your balls of your feet. Like keep your weight slightly, slightly forward. You know, don't be on your heels, heavy slouched. Like, your body still has to have the attitude of moving forward mm-hmm. when you're practicing something so your body's receptive to actually, like, for one, learn the technique, and two, just to keep your physiology on. Like mm-hmm. you said, the living signal, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't let your body be complacent. Don't let it come down. But I think that's a, I mean, that's a big piece, I think, what happens by default when you get people into their bodies. When you get them, you have them, like you said, start working on what happens with your ankles, your quads, your abdomen. How well can you do a plank? Can you actually activate the muscles in your body mm-hmm. just to have rudimentary control over them can yes. you just do the basics and then for a lot of people that's a that's a life-changing experience sometimes mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like wow holy shit i'm back in my body i'm not in my head mm-hmm. for once mm-hmm. you know that, oh, that, i like that i like that that's just like they're they're not thinking yeah. anymore because they're forced to like move this thing and i think that's what happens by default is people start to get out of their head when they start becoming physically active especially something that requires like a I think that's what I like about the fighting arts and stuff that requires fighting technique is that you actually need physical strength and power to do them. Mm-hmm. So I think the body has to start to move a certain way. Yeah. And then when they people feel that, it feels good, right? Mm-hmm. The natural strength feels good. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, oh, my body's actually more resilient than I thought it was. It's a little stronger than I thought it was. Yes. That's a like... That's an eye opener. Yes. You're like, ah, oh, shit, I'm not as bad as I thought it was. Right, know? right. I, um, in order to like... You know, first you're saying we got to get people to like understand how to move their bodies, yeah. how to engage those muscles. Yeah, how to move them. Okay, now how to okay now what you're feeling, understanding that. 
But don't quit just because you start feeling it and it feels weird. You have to push past that. And cultivate it, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that's like... You got to use it. Yeah, that's 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 just... That's that's everything, you know? Um, but go ahead. Sorry. No, no, not <laughs> at all. No, I mean, this is a free-form flow. I mean, that's, uh, that's why it's good to talk about this stuff because I think it's like... It is riffing, man. It's like, God, as you say stuff... I'm that thinking... Was, totally. Yeah. That's, that's why I wanted to, like, uh-huh. interview you was for that reason because as you're saying something... Um, God, they come, dude, God, Tai Chi and boxing. Mm -hmm. And they they both share some threads, but they come from very different places. But there's so much commonality in the way you're talking, the way you teach. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing I'm always telling my people, man. It's it's the same thing with with a less uh, fighting derivative, but it's like still the same thing, man. Build from the base up. Mm -hmm. You know, you're late. I'm like, Tai Chi is from the rib cage down. Like from from like the diaphragm down is the Mm -hmm. most important piece. Mm -hmm. These are like the little flimsy, lofty trees by comparison. You know, those are the limbs. The roots are down below. That shit needs to be strong mm-hmm. and get it stable first, you know, and then you can challenge, you can challenge your body to do different things. But this is the amazing thing. Like my mom has been in my class, man, for like, and my stepdad, they've been in there for, I've been teaching this class for this summer will be four years. Wow. So here awesome, in Green Haven, which is that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. And I've had the same, I have a lot of consistent students. People come back. My mom has been there since the beginning and she's told me this repeatedly. Like I almost want to get her on the podcast just to like hear her side of it. Yeah. My mom was not... A natural, she like moves well, she's coordinated, but never like a natural athlete. She, and she wasn't pushed to do athletics. Mm-hmm. So she always wanted to do more athletic stuff. She did swimming. She's a good dancer. But she always wished she had like done more stuff. And then she told me, she's like, you know, I went to your Tai Chi class pretty much just to be a supportive mom. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, mm-hmm. ah, I was just, okay, Grace doing Tai Chi. Like, it's not my thing, but I'll go. Mm-hmm. And then she said, then within like two, three, four classes, she's like, wow, my, first of all, she's like, I, I started to really like it for some reason. Mm-hmm. And she said, "Part of it was I was asked my I was asked to move my body in a way that I hadn't moved it maybe ever." Mm-hmm. And then now, like fast forward, I'm like, "So, mom, like, what's the takeaway? Like, what's really different? Since I know you're not going to use this for fighting, and I don't even right, right, right. So I'm like, if you do, go study <laughs> boxing or something else." But I'm like, you know, you're not you're not getting into bar fights at all, and that's not what this is for. But like, what do you like? What's the takeaway? And she's like, "My mind." She's like, "My mind is shaped differently." She's like, "I respond." to stress differently like when things come in she's like my attitude towards people is different so she's like the way it was just this really simple mechanism the way you change if you change the way your physical body moves it elicits some kind of change in thought Mm -hmm. you know mind body Mm -hmm. connection Mm -hmm. quite literally and i was like damn mom that's cool to hear someone you know my mom's almost 70 and she's she's like sitting here talking about this like the main thing that's different is my mind she's like my attitude my response to life is different and i thought man that alone just to get that mental shift to where your attitude and yeah, your spirit, man. Yeah. It's up. It's, you know, you're, you're not just. Yeah. Speaking of, of moms, you know, my mom went through the battle of uh, breast cancer last year, you know. Oh, and so man. she she's always been a very positive, strong woman in, in my life and in many people's lives. Yeah. And, but also she's been through a lot in her life, you know. Mm-hmm. So to see my, you know, all of us go up and down and what life happens to us yep. and, and to see where my mom was at. Um, before the before the uh, the the breast cancer, how she handled it so gracefully, and like a champion afterwards, yeah. you know, and during yep. it, you know, and now she's she's always had. I've always wanted. That's why big reason why I do what I do is for my family and friends to be yeah. able to be that inspiration to try to help them out. That maybe one day they would they would step in the gym and try to improve themselves, you know. So sure. after that whole cancer and her recovering from it, and you know, doing that battle. She, 
I said, mom, you know, like anytime, like you guys just come to the gym, you know, her, my mom, my sisters, you know, just like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. my mom, my sisters, yeah. niece, everybody. I just like come to the gym anytime, you know, like yeah. take advantage of me, you know, right, <laughs> right. now. like, please use, come. Use me as a resource. Yes, please. Yeah, you know, yeah. so she started coming to the gym, you know, two days a week and I said, mom, just start off on the bike, just pedal the bike, the blood flow, get, get, get used to the yeah. sights, sounds, smells and, and feels of everything, you know, just orient to the yeah. new environment. And just within those, those couple of weeks, you know, she's just like, man, I went from three miles on the bike to I'm doing five miles on the bike to walk and this, and I have to slow it down. Okay. That's enough for today. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, want simmer. you to be super sore, but sure. she, she sent me a message today. She's like, man, I just, I just feel great. She, I just feel really good from that little, and that's just, we're barely tapping into it. You know what I mean? I'm right. Like, you're on the surface. As a mom, it gets, it gets better, you know. But yeah. just just keep coming, be consistent with it. But it just it 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 feels good for our moms to be like oh, learning from us. But you're the ones that taught us a lot of stuff that we know and who we are. So dude, it bugs me out. Yeah, and and I feel no, I it's very cool because I think there's a weird. I feel pretty lucky. Like I have a really good relationship with my mom. Mm-hmm. Like where I can talk to her about. Growing up, I could talk about anything. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Sex, drugs, yeah. like, I mean, nothing personal about sex right, life. Right, 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 I was like, Mom, like, what's the deal with, yeah. you know, right. she would, she'd be like, well, you know, she'd break it down. Like, yeah, anything. Yeah, there was yeah, nothing yeah. off topic. For sure. Like, yo, anything. For she sure. would just talk about anything. And then what I've seen, though, is like, because we had, we were so open, you know, mm-hmm. now, I mean, like, my wife, my wife's Chinese, you know, mm-hmm. and she comes from an Asian family, and she's, it's like, for their culture. So my girlfriend. This is all <laughs> yeah. so weird, yeah. Yeah. For, for the For the cultural, like, uh-huh. shift, she's like, she's like, my parents would never come to a class that I teach because I'm the child. Like, yes. In, in Chinese yes. culture, it's yeah. like, the parents are always the parents. They're always superior, and there's never, like, a, a it's not a two-way Even, street. Yeah, yeah. I'm the teacher, you're the student. Right, Pretty right, much, right, you right. know. And my mom has always been like, Phew. Like, no, she's like, we school each other pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, for what it is. But when we've talked about that and I've talked to my mom, she's like, yeah, she's like, it's a pretty like easy no brainer. She's like, you know, you took this stuff seriously. I saw you were into it. So to study from you seems pretty organic. And I'm like, well, mom, that's cool. And I love it, but it's not necessarily typical either. Like, I don't see like, cause a lot of people, it doesn't always happen where like parents will come and really like learn under, no, under yeah. a child yes, you know their, yes. their child like yes. that's pretty interesting to have that kind of come down the pike in my life because i feel pretty honored i'm like this lucky man it's and the fact that they're into it and it flushes them into my life yeah and we gotta spend more time with them totally <laughs> you know my mom's like oh i get to see my son two days a week i was like yeah for awesome. sure twice, you know I mean? a week. Like, yeah. twice a week my mom's like it's great we come and we train and you know they're instructors now they they're in mexico right now and they're doing they're teaching there and doing stuff who is? My, my mom and stepdad, they're doing like Tai Chi in Mexico. What? Yeah, yeah, wow. dude. Yeah, yeah. So they're like... They're We're in, at Mexico. They're in a little town called Los Barriles. And what state? You, you fly into San Jose del Cabo. And okay, then, okay, okay. Yeah, and then you do like... I think it's... I think it's... 45 or 50 minutes south and nice. they're, they're right on the coast it's beautiful yeah no i it's, i love cabo i'm uh, yeah, yeah i got a little spot out there <laughs> yeah. already it's beautiful but, yeah man. but yeah so the takeaway just from that is just you know if you get your parents into this stuff it's it's pretty cool that they can actually you know learn and receive and go this other mm-hmm, way mm-hmm. um but yeah this this piece right going it's kind of linking this back that mental shift that people get from moving their bodies in a new way mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. It, it blows me away and it makes a ton of sense like people handle stress better like people that are that are like challenging their bodies maybe they're not the best athlete but they're like moving heavy stuff and trying to challenge their bodies mm-hmm. they digest stress way better cool under fire oh yeah <laughs> they're like well I, yeah i can move all this heavy shit and i'm you know i can like sweat and just be like grunt and get it all out i mean it's hugely therapeutic for people man and it's so lost but people are starting to get hip to it again oh for sure people for are sure. Like, realizing um, we're too sad you know that that 
everything feels great when we're in that flow state when we're running. Oh, you yeah. know, we get that high. Yep. I don't know what the word is, but I just like I hear I've I I know it, I do it, I preach it, we practice it, but it's yep. just like why people come to me, you know, all yep. these you know, corporate people, you know, these these very success, yeah. successful people that have that are doing great for themselves f- fine when they hit the bag, you don't think about anything. You're 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 hitting it, you're flowing, you're work you're working. You're there. What is the what is the word that describes that state? What is that? Like uh, yeah, there's a few different I mean, so flow state is one. Uh-huh, I mean, they've talked uh-huh, about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, presence is the other one that gets tossed around um or you know um what is it relaxed like you, relaxed like, awareness like, well you can't think of anything else but what you're doing yeah. so anything on the outside doesn't matter for that Correct. hour you know what i mean or for that minute for that round whatever it is it's 100 percent right and you're, and you're and it's like you're you're going through these layers you know you're trying to find it and like in boxing <clears throat> um like when you're sweating in that grit that grind you want to yep. stop um, or weightlifting, you know that transcendent rep, that rep where you're yeah. just like, Ugh. can I do it? Right. If you break through that, man, on the other side of that, it's like so magical. You're just like, whoa! I just stepped out of oh, this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That right there is just like, is such a beautiful feeling. But it takes a lot of work to get to that, you know. But and you got to eat bitter. Y- you got to what? Eat bitter. That's a, that's a phrase they toss uh-huh. out in okay. Chinese. Like you have to eat bitter. Like you have to eat bitter shit. For quite a while to get that sweet flavor. Yes, yes, like yes. You got to taste the bitter things, and yes. people get you know really hell bent on not eating anything bitter. And they're like, "Well, then you can't just eat sweet stuff all the time. No. You got to eat the, the bitter thing." You it's know? like it's like if you if you never if you never if you never like lost, you're never gonna appreciate like yeah, what man. a win feels like. You know what I mean? You need opposition to mm-hmm. to like appreciate for sure. For yeah, sure. For 100%. sure. Percent. Well, I've, I've said this before with friends of mine too, like. You know, my dad died when I was 19, mm-hmm. car accident, you know, and it sucked, man. It was Sorry. just, yeah, yeah, it was terrible. And he was a great guy. And I remember there was this really beautiful thing that came out of it, though, which was at 19, you lose somebody that you love and they're just gone and there's no goodbye, right? It's just mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. And then I remember just in the years after that, and even now, I'm 37 now, but like as time went on, there was like, I had so much more appreciation and gratitude for life. Yes. Straight up. You're just like, okay, anyone can check out at any time, yes. myself included, and I'm young. Yes. It happens. You have to like accept that reality that life is pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Bad things happen, you know? So that was, um, I had so much more appreciation, man. That was the piece that I, that I liked. I was like, yeah, like this bad thing happens, but you definitely get a reverence and appreciation for life. Like for, fully, like for, for sure, man. It's just like I, I come from you know from Broderick, California, you know, West mm-hmm. Sacramento, and yep. um, very humble beginnings from my family from San Jose de Gracia, Jalisco, you know, and mm-hmm. to see all the, my dad's the youngest of seventeen kids, mom's youngest of eight. It's a huge family. So I've seen a lot of love. A lot of love has happened for that to be so right. so right. But then also there's a lot of tragedy things that happen, right? And then also yeah. I grew up in a in a in a beautiful community, great community, but. I grew up in what we call the hood, right? Yeah. And so I experienced lots of crazy things there, but I've experienced so many beautiful things. You know, I've, I've, right. I've seen, you know, like, you know, I've seen friends, you know, friends die, you know, get, they get shot, you know, with uh, kids, just it, these crazy it, it happens, things, man. you know, yep. I, I lost my, my, my nephew, you know, Marcos, you know, was oh. like our, our first grand godson. Uh, my first nephew, the first like man, just what a great kid he was. Um, but 
it's just like life's too short. It can happen. I wasn't having the best time of my life in my in my dad's hometown, my grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, best time of my life. Um, and then they went. I kid you not. At that moment, I went from the best time of my life, you know, great time in Mexico with everybody, to the worst. To, to getting a phone call to like the immediately the worst time of my life. Yep. And then it's just like, but also I looked at this kid. The last the last time I took him to something was WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And I said a year, like in November, I was like, man, I need to buy these tickets. I've always wanted to go to WrestleMania. Yeah. My nephew's been into WrestleMania. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to regret not buying these tickets. Right. And, and something happened to this kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Life's too short. So, bought those tickets, got three tickets for WrestleMania. Um, we That was uh, December. Excited to give it to him for Christmas. <laughs> um, WrestleMania, I don't know, was April, April around there. Yeah. Picked him up. I drove all the way from the barrier. I mean, from from where I live to Vallejo to go pick him up. And then we go to Santa Clara, and it was just a great day. You know, it was just awesome. Then after that, I had to drive him back to go meet him up with his dad because he lives in Esparto. You know, oh, so okay. like Cash Creek, right? Okay, so yeah, I met yeah. his dad halfway to uh, to drop him off because he the kid had school the next day. Yeah, yeah, right. And we had a great time. But when it was when it was when he was walking away, I was like, I said goodbye. I was like. Like, if this is the last time I've ever seen him, we had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last time I ever saw him. <laughs> yeah, man. So. <laughs> yeah. Don't mean to get choked up, but. <laughs> no, man. No, it's, it's fitting. But. Uh, yeah, it's fitting. But with that said, is that I, you appreciate people, Fully places, things. Way more, man. To the fullest. Yeah, dude. That's the, that's the, be- that's the, <laughs> yeah, that's the gift, man. Like, I, I could not agree with you more because I think that's the, like, death is hard, man. And it's permanent. And uh-huh. it's so. so Especially for the living, right? It's like wherever they go, you know that they're they get they're on the next phase. But for us, yeah, for the living man, it's a challenge because you're like it's so fucking permanent. It's so and it's in your face and it doesn't change and it's unwavering. And I always say it's not some like those kinds of things you don't get over. You just integrate. Yes, you don't get over them. You just kind no. Of, you move forward and you integrate them, but you're not like over it. No, never, 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 never. never, never. Yeah. I. I uh... I I love having the 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 tattoo where is he yeah. of him on uh, yeah. on my arm you know what I mean but yeah I live his spirit this kid was amazing a yeah. golden child it's just like there's no yep. bad bone in him you know what I mean so he served his purpose so therefore I was like this kid served his purpose here on earth it leaves a mark no oh, definitely does so therefore I was like it's my job to honor him every day to live my best life yep and I take all these things I've ever been in my life yep. the struggles the challenges the goods the bads everything yeah that's what drives me yeah that's what makes me well mean. that's that's the gift too right that's the pain that's the, the pain is love love is pain it's just kind of like well, and like it goes back <laughs> to the thing right you need it you, uh-huh. need, you need the opposite positional thing to happen to to appreciate without light there is you don't know what dark is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's you know yin yang theory man out of chinese yes, medicine sure. i remember learning that in school and like looking at yin yang theory and i was like we've all seen the yin yang on yeah. books and tattoos and uh-huh. but i'm reading that theory and just being like oppositional forces at play all the time birth death man woman uh alpha omega hard soft fire water it doesn't really matter yeah, there's all these oppositional forces and they need each other and they're one and the same thing ultimately they're schooling you on circle of life on the Tao, right the way like it's teaching you about universal principle like yes these things are here and they need each other they look opposite but they're one and the same thing ultimately and mm-hmm. they and that's the whole like living right like of life i remember when my dad died i ended up doing his eulogy we did it downtown at the church he had like 700 people show up it was crazy wow. it was crazy i was just like 
well, good job, Dad. Yeah, like, right, like, right, you know, right. He, ne- he, the way he talked about himself, I know he would have never thought that that, that many people would have yeah. shown up. You know? But I remember, it felt he, good, huh? Oh, it was very right. cool. And I was like, damn. And it was a celebration of life. It wasn't a, a, like a funeral. funeral. Yeah. People were like telling stories. People put on like fishing jackets and were like doing cheers. And like, it was just, I mean, it was like fun. It was nice. And sad, of course. But, right. um, but I remember I was in the receiving line afterwards. And they were coming up to people I'd never met. Some people I recognized, but there were like 700 people. There were a lot of people. And I was there for like two hours, just people coming through the line. And I remember when they were coming up and they were talking to me, they would start telling me stories. There's some story they had about my dad that he had done, some funny thing. And when they were talking to me, I would watch their mannerisms and I could see my dad's face. Yeah, like they were like mimicking him. And they were, they, you could just see, I was like, holy shit. At 19, I, I like, I, he really I, left influence on them. He left a mark. I was yeah. like, that's it. Like what you just said, right? About uh, your nephew. It's like the people, I think when people are, everyone does this, it's just are we hip to it while we're alive? Are we like aware? Yeah. Are we aware of this? But I became aware of it. Look, that was the gift. I was like, he left a mark on all these people just by being him and him being here. And they're carrying a little glimmer of him. Mm-hmm. Everybody is. Like it's a mark. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it became clear. I was like, even if I were to die tomorrow at 19, I remember thinking like, I've left my mark on people. Mm-hmm. I have. And I, I hope I stay around longer to do right, more. For sure, for sure. But I was like, I know I've left a mark. No, for sure. And we're all doing that. Yeah. And so the quality of the mark, it's like how, and then how do you, you know, I think that's the dialogue that I got into is like, how do you make the, how do you make it a better mark? Mm-hmm. How do you leave like a really good mark on people? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. that was the piece that I liked I, when I saw, that was the gift, man. When he died, I was like, holy shit. He left all this, these amazing things with these people, and now they're alive. It's alive in them. That's the immortal quality of like people. You know, they leave a little immortal mark that just kind of is like, yeah, it's always there, and that's like the growth, right? Like I'm forever different because of him, mm-hmm. and you're forever different because yeah, uh, for sure, like forever changed, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's pretty cool to uh, you know sit with that dichotomy, but it is difficult, man. Yes, it is. Oh, yes, it's it is. No, not, there's it's not an easy. No, it's they, not an easy game. It's definitely not, you know what I mean. But it's just like you know, when it's time to cry, you cry about it, and then yeah. you gotta, you don't, you can't, you can't sit there and like get lost in that. You gotta yeah. remember the good things, the lessons, and then take that and apply it, and yeah, fight and keep going forward. Yeah, we all, all life is those, life is for the living, man. Keep going, man. Keep going. Life keep is going. for the living. It's so true. Yeah, keep going. Take their memories with you. Live, live that out, and you realize things can happen any day. So you better anything can happen any time. So today. Do your best in every which yeah. way, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Optimize when you can. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because it, it's it is over quick, man. That shit. <laughs> yeah, right. It's over fast. I, I was even even just us being like right now, like you know, you're 37, I'm 36. I was yeah. like, man, I forget that I'm 36. Yeah. I I I yeah. I feel. I feel 25. I feel, you know, I mean, I feel oh, yeah. great. But then sometimes, you know, of course, your body, like, all right, you're 36 today. Definitely you know? not 22. No, 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 no. You just, you, we work a lot, you work a lot smarter, you right. know what I mean? But it's right. definitely like, like, I, I don't feel, I don't feel my age or obviously people are like, oh man, you, 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 I, know. I feel this, this, this. And I'm like, oh, good for you. Yeah. But I do this so I don't feel that, you know? Yeah. So, but it's, it's, it definitely just like life happens so fast and it's just, uh, it's just a great, um, I don't know, all these adversities, challenges, the the love, the good, the bad. It's it's definitely shapes us and mold us. You know, what I mean, like it's yeah, it does. I completely agree. And this pivot, right? I mean, the the whole and this this stuff is all kind of circling around this thing, right? There's there's a there's a medicine in 
the training of the physicality of your body, right? Mm -hmm. It's like these things pivot. Like we're left with this thing, man. We're in, you know, mm -hmm. we're in this flesh suit for a while. Right, right, like, right. Like right, you're right. here. So it's like, man, do what you can because the onslaught of life is not particularly easy, right? Life's difficult. No, it's, it's a fight. Yeah, life. It's, it's a yeah. boxing fight. You're always like, <laughs> you're, you know, yeah, exactly. You're bobbing, you're weaving, you're moving, you're like adjusting, adapting all the time. So it's like if you can optimize and figure out ways to like mitigate those stresses, right? Being in your body, right? Mm -hmm. God, learn some, yeah, learn some boxing. We'll learn, whatever, we'll learn whatever your thing is, right, that you're drawn to. But I think it's like it does. It helps pull you out of, dude, because I cannot tell you how many people get so wrapped up in their head where they're just like, oh, I'm so in my head, I'm so in my head. And I'm like, bro, go, I'm like, go do wind sprints, right? Like, go do three wind sprints and just, like, sprint as hard as you can. And typically people are, like, immediately mm -hmm. out of it. Mm-hmm. Cold shower. I'm like, it's the same thing, man. Just change your physiology. Mm -hmm. Like shift, shift, get your body, get into your body, make something happen with your body. And then they're like, ah, oh, breakthrough. Like, and they're yes. like, this is amazing. I'm like, yeah, groundbreaking, right? It's like you, <laughs> like, you shake that shit off. Get totally, that, like, man. It's like, well, shake your shit up, you know? Yeah, I mean? like, yeah. Wake up, like, wake your shit up. Like, yeah. Like, and I hate to like, like, that's really what it is. Like, cause it's, it's not it like life, like in boxing, like everybody has a plan in boxing. Like Mike Tyson said, everybody has a plan <laughs> to get hit in the face, you know? My favorite line of Tyson. Oh, really? Yeah. When he said that, because he was like, yeah, everyone's got a game to get the face punched in. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, dude, that's it's, exactly it's, right. It's the, it's the truth, but that's, that's, that's the reality of it, you know what I mean? I Sometimes, you know, I get, you get back, dive back into training. It's like, okay, let's go spar. Let's see where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You're like, you leave and the sparring session, everybody yeah. gets hit boxing, right? But yeah. the fighting, but, but it's just like, what you feel afterwards, just like, all right, can't do this anymore. I got to do this. It clicks because yep. it gets that serious, you know, but it's, <laughs> those are my challenges. That's how yeah. I get better. It's just so, so who knows what happens to the next person that makes them wake up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes it's a yeah. good thing that happens to them and yeah. sometimes it's a very bad thing. And most times it's something bad that happens to them that makes them make yeah. that choice. Okay. Do I do this Dude, how or do I do that? How many times? I mean, it's a pretty common story. People get into self-defense because they got their ass kicked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, they got like, or, or they got into a situation where they could have postured better to just get out of the yeah, just, situation. Yeah. Like just. Yeah, you can get out of fights just with the posturing words. Dude. One of the guys I'm going to have on here, um, my, my buddy uh, Malik Busby, <clears throat> he was a bouncer in Oakland for like 12 years. He's a big dude. Half black, half white, big, just big, great guy. I did that for a little bit too. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll have to, we'll have to yeah. get into that. Yeah, and he, I remember just talking to him though, and he's like, bro, he's like 90% of it is mental gung fu. Mm -hmm. Like it's just mental. He's like, it's just body language, body mm -hmm. posture, eye contact. He's like, it's all mm -hmm. pretty much that. Mm -hmm. He's like, some 10%, you got to get into it. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah like, for sure. He's like, but if you're a good bouncer, the no, best it's, ones, it's all mental. That's so all verbiage. Yeah, it's just all like, how well do you posture? How mm -hmm. well do you. How well do you just hold your root? Tone, and, yeah, 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 yeah. All of that, you know. And when do you stay calm? And when do you get a little firm? And I was like, yeah, it makes a ton of sense, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, how mm -hmm. well can you navigate that terrain? Mm -hmm. it makes a ton of yeah. Yes. It's great. It's so it's so needed, man. Yes, it's 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 exactly it. You it's know? a good it's skill. A, it's a, it's it very is it, it is. It's a good you skill. know because it's like it's not what you say; it's how you say it, and, and yeah. that either might get you into a fight or it might get you out of a fight. It right. might get you into some trouble or it might get you out of <laughs> yeah, it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this could be dirty, but yeah, choose wisely. <laughs> Choose wisely. Yeah. Well, dude, there's a cool concept in um, in Chinese medicine. That, so they talk about this stuff. They talk about the organ systems basically regulating these these as, like aspects of you mm -hmm. of a human experience. So they talk about lungs. 
So lungs regulate this aspect, right? So if your lungs are healthy, basically do this. It's really interesting. If you breathe deep and you have good diaphragmatic breathing and you and you have good exchange with oxygen through your lungs, these natural traits um, come to you and gravitate towards you more naturally, which means you posture better. Um, and, and they say it's like everyone should be able to do this. Everyone should be able to posture in some capacity to be like, this is my territory, even if it's not aggressive, just yes. just my claiming personal space. Yes, It's all function of the lungs. So they talk about this thing of like when people start to, um, they say there's a relationship between exercise and confidence. And Chinese medicine is like, of course, if the lungs are breathing well, people typically claim space better. There's like, for one, you're more resilient physically, but when the lungs and you breathe, you take in the breath of life and you're not just yes like the panicked hyperventilating yeah. shallow breathing they're like if you actually breathe they're like typically these things fall into order pretty naturally it's interesting like you're shit. not you're not you're not removing that waste when you're when, when you're not excellent yeah. you're not removing that waste you're, you're not just even breath. yeah you're just so you're just creating more oh yeah you know what i mean it's so, i mean it's such a simple mechanism and but it's incredibly true i had a Back in 2013, I went to this Qigong, which is like Tai Chi. It's like mm-hmm. Tai Chi light, right? But it's like similar principles. It's a health practice. I went to this Qigong like seminar and it was in Florida. And there were like hundreds and hundreds of people. And they did this breathing exercise, not unlike what you were talking about, mm-hmm. the long, deep breaths. Um, it was nine breaths, but it was just like you're laying on the ground and you do these fucking just deep, deep breaths. And they're like, look, everything you've learned about breathing, where you're going to think that you're hyperventilating and going to pass out. They're like the lightheadedness, all the tingling. They're like, that's just oxygen flooding your system and oxygen gets you high like yes oh it, my gosh it gets you high I'll, like oh <laughs> yeah let me bookmark that yeah but yeah bookmark that remind me about that i will the health that you're training but go yeah, ahead. yeah yeah so we do this man there's like hundreds of people doing this breathing exercise mm-hmm. laying down and i remember after like i don't know what breath i was on but dude like my body was just starting to like, just felt like i was vibrating i'm like this is fucking crazy and I'm breathing. And then, dude, I just start laughing. Like, I'm just like, dude, what am I doing? I'm just on the floor breathing, but I feel amazing. Yeah. Just from breathing, yeah. right? Total, like, state change. You're getting high on your own supply. Literally, <laughs> quite good. literally, man. Like, that's exactly what it was. I was, like, high on oxygen. Yes. And I was just lit up and, like, wow. My hands got hot. My feet, which were cold, got warm. And I was like, damn. Like, and I study this stuff and I like it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just got to have that, like, you know, you got to have that like really intense experience for it to really click. Like, this is important. Yes. Yeah. Okay. For, I'm, for I'm not... everybody. Yeah. So you can segue so, into your thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So saying that high altitude training, right? So we are we would do, for example, I would do eight rounds on the bag, um, um, three minutes on, one minute off. Yeah. Um, and they would, you know, we'd acclimate to the different intensities, right? So yeah. by the top, our top training level you know i was doing stuff at ten thousand, eleven thousand feet you yeah. know so yeah. we they would be in the in the doing the hypoxic training mm-hmm. and then afterwards we'd go to the hyperbaric chamber right yeah and pure oxygen and just kind of moving there right for and we're in this machine just <sighs> filtering out the bad stuff and nothing but pure oxygen in there and literally it's just like <laughs> i felt like the yeah. super mario just after yeah. that mushroom like oh man ate the mushroom man, <laughs> got more I, power seriously <laughs> I, I i got more air i'm just like you're awake you're alert you yeah. know people always would always ask me you know sometimes like you know like i could talk a lot and on top of like water food exercise endorphins you know my beliefs all that yeah, yeah. people sometimes like what's wrong with you why are you so like what are you on like 
life yeah. like I'm, 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 I'm I still feel good you know I'm like stoked, right now yeah. I feel good and sometimes I don't feel good but yeah. when I'm like that it's because I'm breathing I'm, 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 I'm eating my correct food I'm, I'm training right now you know I'm yeah. resting yep. I feel good I'm visiting my family I'm taking care of of stuff I'm challenging but I'm not I don't have it all perfect but right now I feel great because of I'm breathing better the choices you're making yes exactly yeah like what are you cultivating yeah, so... Are you growing when, this stuff? Yeah. So when you're able to breathe better, and especially when you're in that pure oxygen area, woof, it's awesome. Or getting out in nature. Doing hikes, oh, man. Dude. After I come back from hikes, I'm just like, it's a drug. I see the it's world a drug. different, man. It's a drug, like, dude. Get out, people. Get yeah. out, move. Go nature. Outside. Turn your phone off. Spend time with your family. Dude, call your friend. Like, 100%. Like, during this... I'll have, I'll have you over this yeah. time. I'll have you sometime. But, but we do seasonal in our backyard. We do outdoor movie nights. Oh, sick. And so we'll set up like a 12-foot screen with a big projector. We have like big THX. It's awesome. But it was like, and they're like, why did you do this? I'm like, it's a simple answer. I'm like, if I'm going to sit and watch something when the weather, I, I would rather be outside sitting outside getting uh-huh. fresh air yeah. like looking at the night sky, yeah. watching TV than I would rather just be inside. Yeah. Super simple. Mm-hmm. And... Collectively, I mean, during the spring and summer, it puts me, if I'm doing anything at night, it puts me outside for a few hours yeah. as opposed to me just sitting on a chair. And invariably what starts to happen is because we have a big lawn out there, the movie's on, I'll stretch. Yeah. I'll yeah. roll yeah. around. You're active. I'll, I'll do some Tai yes. Chi yeah. and I'm like watching, you know, Arnold Terminator 2. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> like, this is great, you know? Like, but yeah, it's like just being outside, doing those things that... Um, like any any area where you can like glean a little bit, you know, like take, what you can glean just a little bit, uh-huh. like take a little bit yeah. of something, yes, yes, like a little bit of like fresh air, a little bit of, but if you, they start to add up, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, make the who are you gonna have lunch with the person that's like the battery booster or the battery drainer? Oh my god, you know, like that kind of stuff. It's like picking your social circles, eating quality food that actually makes you feel good, right? Like exercising enough but not too much getting enough sleep Mm -hmm. you know drinking enough water like these things just tending to your suit (laughs) you know like no one one how to conserve your energy no one how to protect and no one to use it you know dude that's a big only have limited supplies of it so a hundred percent yeah have you done any of the um uh sensory deprivation tanks no i haven't no i haven't heard of it though. Yes, yes 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 you would like it man really oh yeah if you're an athlete and you're like if you're athletic and use your body in any capacity I tell I think they're good for everybody. Uh-huh. But Explain if, a little bit more. Yeah, if you're if you're an athlete though, it is. I mean, there are a few things that will put you into decompression better than that. So like they got what's the protocol? What's so they do? Some are big, some are small. I I prefer the big ones. The small ones make me feel like I'm in a coffin and it makes me I I've cool clash for yeah. Stuff. yeah. So the the ones I've done, you can actually stand up in. It's, okay, it's like maybe eight feet long, five to six feet wide, and probably eight or nine feet tall. So it's like a little room, but at the bottom, you're laying in this, it's a tub, right? Right. It's like a, you walk into this room and in the bottom of the, you know, bottom of the tub, this little dark room that you come into, there's about this much water, but they have 1,200 pounds of magnesium salts in the water, Epsom okay. salts. Okay, okay. So, you know, it's just physics, man. That much salt, your body floats like a cork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter how big you are. And I thought that was bullshit because I'm like mm-hmm. 260. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like... I'm not, I'm going to sink, bro. Yeah. This much water. They're like, no, it's, there's that much salt. Like you're going to float. So you get into the water and immediately the water is 98.6 degrees, same temperature as your body. Right. So when you're in it, the first thing you notice is you get into this, you get into the water, you're floating. So right away, your nervous system, central nervous system doesn't have to deal with gravity anymore. 
everything's decompressed, right? So you're floating. So you're so that's one piece, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your nervous system goes, oh, okay, now I don't have to deal with any stabilizer muscle. I don't have to do anything. So your muscles and your, your nerves immediately begin to relax and Epsom salts are good for injury. Yeah. They nourish the muscle. But then the temperature of the water is the temperature of your body. So your brain has a difficult time identifying the external environment yeah. from from like what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So that does a bunch of different stuff to your brain. Mm-hmm. They've done all this research on it. And then you close the door and it's pitch, pitch, black. pitch black, dude. Okay. And Sorry. then the water's up to here. Yes. So you're back. Now you're weightless, mm-hmm. no light, no sound other than your own pulse and your own breath. You're essentially like in the womb. And it, dude, it's a bug out because you'll lay there yeah. and you're like, I need to go do it this week. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I, I drive by this place called Balance Float and, and, and do it. where I'm at. Yeah, Just okay. go. Yeah, Beca- okay. And do like a 30 minute or a 60 minute. Okay. But once you get in there and once you like kind of get over the trippiness of like, what is this? You know, mm-hmm. but once you're in it, dude, you'll start to like drift off and your body will start to twitch. Like you'll have like releases, mm-hmm. like just like when you're getting a massage or something mm-hmm. like, are you like you're dreaming and you wake up and you, yeah, yeah, yeah. so your body goes through a bunch of that. And then there's a, you typically, man, you wake up, you'll fall asleep and wake up and you have, you're so completely disoriented because your body is not having to process anything. And so what they found with the research is when your body gets to turn off the processing of sound, um, no sensory light input, your eyes, all that sensory input turns off. There's no um, no balancing force in the nervous system that your nerves get to relax because there's just no gravity, and then your body's warm. So you're completely comfortable in every sense, and it's dark. Sen- truly, all sensory all senses are deprived; they're turned mm-hmm. off. So your body, what happens is your body's like, well, all right. So since we're not doing anything, we're gonna start to like. I'm gonna take the day off. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna repair. <laughs> so you'll get out, right? You said you like to talk, right? No, I'm going. I'm, 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 I'm going. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, totally. I'm picking up everything right now. And I'm the same way. Like I, I like to talk. I like to have you know good conversations with people. Did you get out of there? You're like send out. Well, you're just like so. How are you? Like everything is slowed oh. down because you're just your body has literally gotten a chance for maybe mm-hmm. thirty to sixty minutes to turn off, yeah. which rarely happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you do it, uh, if you're like people that are performance you know like a, like an athlete man you know if you're using your body physically in any capacity holy shit like you'll, yeah. you'll notice a difference quick i need that asap yeah i, I always get that high from my my uh, my thai massage lady she's so amazing man i've gotten so many massages since i was like 16 yeah. 17 sports right you need it yeah but man i found this lady she's such a spiritual like healer but she yeah. knows her stuff yeah, yeah she yeah. has her own shop oh, she cool. she could have so many people there but she doesn't do it she does it because she really loves it yeah. she's got her phd and stuff, and stuff. in she's, it for the craft right oh my god this lady is so into it yeah um and so so um when I leave her, I feel at peace because of just her presence. Yeah. I feel relaxed and I feel sore from the work that we put in For on sure. the deep tissue time massage. For sure. Be- and it was beneficial because it got me somewhere. But afterwards, I'm just like, why were you tripping off that? Why, yeah. Why, why are you so stressed out about that? It's yeah. okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It allows me to like... It just feels amazing, you know what I mean? Yep. For the day or two, then I got to get back on the grind. <laughs> it goes, you know what I mean? But it's right. like for those moments, man, wow. Well, take like, it take it when you can get it. Yes, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I, and I think everybody needs to work out. And also everybody needs their own moments of peace and relaxation to feel, you know, and yeah. restore that energy. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Soak it up when you got it. 
because life i mean yeah there's a lot of times man and then you'll go through phases right when you're working and busy and stuff and it's like there's no time to do that Mm -hmm. so it's like when it does come and you're able to have a moment's peace celebrate it yeah, enjoy it yeah. celebrate it even like, even sometimes like you know like that endorphin after you get done working out or yep. usually it's like that that you know that that that, that runner's higher whenever you're done working yeah, out yeah. like you're just sitting there like spaced out you know yeah. like, i get that you know i mean i'm just like oh it's so like oh yeah it's great i don't feel anything right like when those moments happen stay in that don't like you know what i mean like yeah. I, I guess sometimes i get it from from working out but sometimes it can be just during the middle of the day and just like yeah right you see people walking by, but you're just not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not phased by it. Yep. That little moment of peace means so much. You know what I mean? Like. That's the reset button, man. I wish, I wish I could do that just automatically. Like, all right. Like, <laughs> but it'll work like that. <laughs> right, right. I mean, there's, yeah, that, that's the whole thing. But, but, but that, but that, that, that state of, of being, it's such a, it's such a, a good feeling. Um, I want to go experience now what you're talking about. It's great, man. And so there's You'll a spot like where I go by my house called Balance Flow. I need to go check it out. <laughs> check it out. And then if you when you go, go and sign up for a few sessions. Okay. Because the first one... Like you're, it's a, you're still trying to relax. Yeah. You're still... The you're, sights and sound, the claustrophobia. Like, the whole thing just is kind of weird the first time. And I think your body... I think it took... You're still the, like tense. Yeah. It yeah, took me like... Still on I, guard. I think, like the third session is when my body really Sorry. started to sink. Okay. And then, because I, I remember the first time I laid in there and I kept waking up and it was disorienting. The first time it was just so disorienting because my body, yeah. like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, I get out of here. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, what? Oh, right. I'm, yeah. am I, I'm in a dark room. I'm supposed to be relaxing. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and then two, the second time, same thing happened, but less. Uh-huh. And I actually fell asleep for like 20 minutes of it. And then the third time, I mean, that time, it, I... I remember the distinct sensation that my body was melting into the water and I wasn't on drugs. <laughs> I was just like, oh shit. This just took, this went up a different yeah. notch. And then I fell in. Entering know, a new level. Yeah, right. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. yeah, it's like, you know, when you're that space between awake and asleep, sometimes uh-huh, you fall uh-huh, into it's uh-huh, like that little uh-huh, in between uh-huh. spot. I was there for like half of the session and my body was just, and I remember being like, oh my God, I think I'm in, I don't know where I am. And if I think about this too much, I'm going to be pulled out of it. So there's a certain amount of like, surrendering and just staying in that but man then i then when i started going consistently like i you know go i haven't been in quite a while now but when i was going consistently i'd go like at least once or twice a month mm-hmm. and man that was like i could not believe how much stress would peel off just from laying in a yeah, tub of salt tub water of salt. Man. dark yeah. and just i mean it was amazing i mean i got hip to it. joe rogan talked about mm-hmm. it years back and he was uh he would get super baked before he would go, and I right. was like, I don't, I'm not that brave. I just, too paranoid. Yeah, I'm just like, no, man, I'll just, I'll just do this. But it's uh, it's powerful, man. You'll definitely notice a difference if you do it. Okay. Yeah, it's done, it's, done it's, deal. It's, it's amazing. Happen. Well, how about with um, so kind of going back to like the training piece. Uh-huh. So like just back to the the root physicality yes, yes, of this, yes. you know. So. A lot of um, like martial art traditions, right? When they get you, when you start martial art training, they, they put you into horse stance. It's mm-hmm. a low squat stance, mm-hmm. and you throw punches, and it, it's good for your back muscles, good for the psoas. But they're building like strength in the legs. Mm-hmm. So for boxers, say you get an average man or woman coming off the street, and they're like this demographic that you and I are talking about, which is they want they want to learn boxing skill. Mm-hmm. They don't want to become an elite fighter, mm-hmm. but they're let's just say like not in their body mm-hmm. like they're they're you know kind of disconnected from their body where do you start them like 
truly like what are the exercises when you're talking about the kinetic chain you know from the feet with the legs what do you do with them what's the first thing you have them do <laughs> lay on the ground <laughs> really yeah lay on the ground i mean usually like lay on the ground um you know start rolling them forward and back and mobilize the spine kind of fire up the core just something relaxing and then from uh-huh. there turn over planks you know kind of fire that up okay you're starting to digest uh-huh this movement Okay, so turn over plank. You know, moving, just moving their torso. Moving their, yeah, moving their torso, or maybe it's just like um, basic twisting, right? Or, or I might, I might give an example of something, like <laughs> show them the the end result of it, yeah, and then yeah. start back over. Okay, this oh, is where I we're going to start. You know, um, but like I said, everybody's body's different. Everybody's levels different. So somebody right. who knows who's an athlete, okay, I could progress them a lot faster, right? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who's never done any kind of sports. All right, we got to take things a lot slower for you, you know? I mean, yes, you want to punch and I get you moving and doing stuff, but as far as like learning, really developing that the your body so that you're able to really maximize that punch and not hurt yourself because mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of impact so right. that you know, you got to be neuromuscularly efficient at all your exercises so that you can do that for your for your punches. So, like I said, everybody's different. So, somebody I might I, the core is always it was there for sure, but some people might need a little bit more work with their their, their legs or their upper body. But um, uh, I start doing exercises that are are um, sorry. I just start doing exercises that are mimicking the boxing movements that we're going to be doing. You know, right? So it's relevant. So it's just it just depends on the person, the uh-huh. level that they're at. That makes sense. Yeah, and and the energy that they have for that day. You know, so mm-hmm. so stability, balance. I mean, so stability. I mean, core work. Um, and if they have that, well, then we could go into some more strength stuff, more repetitions of of uh, of walking in their stance or throwing a punch or because right. every time you're training right or anytime you're 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 working out you're lifting weights or whatever you're gonna feel that exercise yes primarily the same spot but you might be a little bit more sore in another area because that sure. muscle is firing up and for sure you know it's unlocking stuff so every time you 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 box you you train you have to go in there with an intent Today's session is going to, yes, we're boxing, but yeah. today's just going to be about breathing and boxing and how that uh-huh. applies. Okay. Then today's session is going to be uh, stepping and punching. Right. Today we're going to be connecting the punching, stepping, and, and turning our punch over. Right. Then we're going to change that location. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then we're going to add, you know what I mean? There's the, the sweet science. There's so many different formulas to try to get, execute the main thing of trying to hit somebody, hit the bag, whatever. But... And it's it's safe to say, I mean, if I'm hearing you right, that it's small digestible pieces. Yeah, for them there you to go. To, there coor- you go. to coordinate what they're doing for a larger design, right? A larger yes, process. Yes, exactly, exactly. Because yeah. it can be overwhelming. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. It it's is. It is. It is because like people to move their bodies is overwhelming for most. Doing that right, yeah. and then and and so there's music on. There's there's. There's other distractions. It's fun yeah. to create that environment. You know, I mean, just like a a, a fun workout environment, yeah, right? Yeah. But yep. like, you know, there's distractions in a boxing fight. You have the crowd, everybody. You know, Fair you enough. have your nerves. You have people yelling. I mean, whatever it is. But also, too, you have a task in front of you that you need to handle and still be able right. to to focus. So right. when you work out with me, it's just like okay, there's music, there's sights, there's sounds. But I'm I'm getting you to try to focus on one thing right there you know so right. if you could do that here right now well then we could get to the next right. step right and if we could keep on doing that kind of stuff well then we could maybe one day fight but 
it's it's um, sorry, I'm losing my no no no. But but I was asking. It's, it's a sequence of like how you're training somebody. Yes basically. yes yes yeah. yes yeah. So it's it's like I said, everybody's different, and we're just trying to develop these little yeah. little skills, you know. And it's like um, <clears throat> a construction worker, right? They got their tool belt. They have all these tools, but right. that job might only need a nail and a hammer. Right. You know. Right. Oh, this is a little bit more difficult. I might need a little bit more. You know. So sure. it's just having enough all those tools and being able to how to um, pull those out when necessary in a fight or or how to you know now how to throw instead of just a basic everybody knows a basic one two okay right. but how to throw a basic one two step back throw one two move your head and turn around okay well let's right. practice that you know yeah and then okay how does that now how 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 would you apply this in um in boxing what's it for how would i apply this on the bag um how would i apply this in a fight okay right. so yeah. those lessons that you learn doing that skill you're putting a lot of work into it that hopefully it carries over now into yep. your life but into boxing into your your fight sorry no no not <laughs> at all man no it's it's a, it's a i mean it's a complicated answer because yeah. it, there's a lot to it yeah it's it's so it's so it's so, it's so deep you know boxing is so deep the martial arts are so deep and well, it, te- teaching an art man is that's that's why it gets like this. Yes, because if I if we were to talk just to like a normal person, like yeah. like you understand everything yeah. I'm saying, right? Yep. But if I were to for talk sure. to somebody else, they'd be like, "You're just crazy," but I'm like, no, you're not ready for it. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I really feel like I feel like Miyagi, yeah, like, yeah. oh, just, you need to go wax on, go wax, wax on, wax on, and then, then come back, you know, and sweep the floor. Right? Yeah, 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 Paint for sure, yeah. <laughs> for sure. You know, so yeah, but but people, people like, man, you're such a you're, you're such sometimes you're such like a guru. You're so like you're so. Um, what do they call it? Like, such a sage. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. I was like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like that. You I'll know? take like, that. Because like, yeah. I've looked That's up to win. these kind of people. You know, yeah, like, thank yeah. you. You know, but um, you know, so like, <clears throat> so I want to dive deeper into the art with everybody. Yeah. But not everybody's ready for it. You know what I mean? So if if, right. if, if they could do the basics of it first, and then they find success with it and be consistent with that, they're gonna find a good benefit of that, right? Yeah, then we can I progress agree. that later on. I could be like, okay, now I can show you chapter fifty-seven, <laughs> right? You know, because you the next you, layer, yeah, you know what I mean. But no, it's very, it's very similar, man. Like my experience, like, the reason I ask is it, the process is similar, right? There's different exercises and there's different things, but it's rudimentary stuff always first, foundational things. You know, how can you can you like squat well? Sink? Can mm-hmm. you sink your legs mm-hmm. well? Can you do these things? Can you keep your spine in one spot without decompress or like yes. crunching one side of your spine uh-huh. and getting people to that? And yeah, like you said, the art kind of, I would say the the more wiggle room and expression comes later where I'm like, there's a certain amount of scientific building blocks we just got to put in first mm-hmm. just so you don't hurt your knees, mm-hmm. just so you don't mm-hmm. hurt your body mm-hmm. and just so you have your basic pilot light lit yes yes, you know, yes, is it, yes is it on like are you just in your body and moving yeah without overthinking this and then yeah there's like all these different layers of things you can add to things uh-huh. um it's amazing man that like the movement dude like the form that, that i teach it's a wu style tai chi it's five to seven minutes long to do the whole sequence right 18 moves 18 gestures uh-huh. and i've had students studying that same five to seven minute routine for the past four years oh wow i bet it yeah. you know I what i mean it, yeah. so it's like it kind of gives a testament even i'm kind of surprised i'm like Damn, there's so much in, and that's just one style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, but it's true for like anything in the arts. Yes, like yes. you you could paint an app. You could every day you could paint an apple, right? This like just you know every time the apple gets rotten, you get a new one, but you paint one, and it's like, dude, every painting's gonna look a little different. Yeah, for sure. And for your sure. technique gets better, and you're for like, sure. oh, how do I capture light? How do I, you know, how mm-hmm. do I make the shadow look more living? Like, yes. there's so much to put into this stuff, but I think that's the beauty of it. And again, it goes back to that thing of like. 
people need challenging things. Yes. Simple shit people get really bored with. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, I'm like, you should be grateful that Tai Chi is difficult and like these things yes. or boxing is difficult. You should be grateful because that'll keep you busy. So why do you think people like golf? <laughs> right. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Totally. I, I, I didn't grow up around it. I mean, yeah, like that, yeah. but but it's just it's like I could see yeah. how I, I my friends were like, oh, let's go look at golf. I was like, I'll drive the cart and hang out with you guys. Like, I'll do it. You know what yeah, I mean? I was yeah. like, it's just not, it doesn't look intense to me. And then, and then uh, my friend, uh, she was a golf pro, and she showed me. I was like, hey, show me how to swing. Yeah. So of much. course it's not happy Gilmore style and just trying to drive it. You we know wish, I mean? right? <laughs> right, right. It's, it's a flow. It's a technique. It's this, it's that. Okay, mm-hmm. now I see why everybody plays golf. It's peaceful for them. It's challenging for them. You know what I mean? It's, and, and it's a it's, thing for them. Yes, yeah. yes. It's, it's, it's a technique. It's a flow. It's, it's a, you have to practice it. And if you don't, your skills fall off, you know? It's just like anything. And so it's just, it's just yeah. like that, that, that constant practice it it does it keeps us living up here you know oh yeah dude yeah well it makes it makes right it make, keeps us living and it makes life worth living yes i think yes for sure for sure i'm like what are we doing here man i mean it's it's pretty simple right like the the formula i mean i don't have it figured out no nah. <laughs> but the but the formula i'm like when i look at my life i'm like what do i really enjoy okay i love time with my wife and daughter mm-hmm. friends and family you know like having good conversations mm-hmm. i want i like quality food mm-hmm. um i like being outdoors mm-hmm. And then it's like, and I like doing some art. And then you're kind of like, what's what else is there to life? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you got your job, right? You have mm-hmm. the thing you're going to help people, start being of service. But the formula, it's like, it's not that many things that really make us happy. Right, right. It's pretty simple. You have to just pick and choose which ones you want to focus on more and then how to cultivate it. Yeah, you know, I, I, it. I, you know, you always heard people say, you know, find your passion, you'll find your purpose. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and it, but that takes a lot of like courage to be like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. Most people, okay, that's another conversation, right? right. To, 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 right. to get there. But I think find your purpose, find your passion. Um, I'm sorry, find your passion, you'll find your purpose. Right. Um, and then where we went to school, right? Christian yeah. Brothers, right? Yeah. What's it say on the outside of the school? What does it say? Do you know what it says? What was it? Oh, well, it was it was it was the new wing. We were when we when we left, right? Oh, it was the new wing. You know what, what it says right now? What does it say? It says enter to learn, leave to serve. I I don't think I ever saw that. Man, it's just like I just, I was like, man, that just made me really proud. I was like, yeah. that's exactly why we are who we are. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it just it just it just made perfect sense, right? So I'm like, I always believe now. Yeah. Find your passion, you'll find your purpose. Yeah. You enter to learn and you leave to serve. Yeah. Like. You faith, family, and and it's pretty simple. Faith, family, and love, man, and just it's pretty simple. Rock on and have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Enjoy you know? yourself. Yeah. That's the thing I'm always telling people. There, like, and protect yourselves at all times. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Because be, be aware, man. Yes, yes, be aware for sure. Well, so man, what about um, what about where are you looking to go now? Like with where, where you are, how how you're actively training people uh-huh. and what you're doing. What does the future hold for you? Like, where where are you kind of? What, what are you What are you actively attempting to create with um, what you're doing? Like, what's, I'm, I mean, I'm 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 creating my. I've always created. I've always been my own brand, my own sure, person, right? Sure. So I'm just developing more of my brand. The yep. blend is boxing. Yep. Um, there's different. I have personal training clients. I have uh, group boxing classes for everybody. Uh-huh. I have kids classes. I train um, uh, uh, West Bay Warriors, this uh, A-ball, competitive softball, great organization. That's cool. Uh, being able to work with with young girls from, from 10 to 15 years old. A lot of these girls, <laughs> Cornell, going to UCLA, being yeah. scouted out. Like, big, like these just being a part of that. Um, <clears throat> and then I would... Uh, 
I would love one of these days to have a, a community center yeah. to to yeah. to be able to have these classes, these wellness center for 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 kids, for everybody, you know what I mean? But to have everything in there um, and to be able to help out, you know, like, um, you know, these not not so well communities, you know, and 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 really I would love to travel the world and to go these different places to, to yep. put on little seminars to talk to just to yep. motivate to learn you know and like I've I've, I've I'm being asked right now to come do a, a talk at a school you know talk to a kids track team I would love doing that you know what I mean yeah, to motivate you know great. what I mean like so that 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 kind of stuff really really um it's profitable too man yeah yeah if no you, I mean like you can like exercise and grow that speaking no I I I thing. like uh I I want a house. I want a I want a kid. I want a wife. Man. I mean, I have yeah. my, my girlfriend, my my the love of my life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I have everything I need, yep. but I don't have it right now. You know what I mean? But what I do have is this purpose, this passion that's going to allow me to have all that. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So it's the groundwork. Yeah, I'm really. Yeah. I, I put in it's a good. lot of work to get where I'm at, and I'm just like now. I'm really excited to to keep on going. You know what I mean? I've yeah. always been excited. So I just, I would just love to, to keep on teaching boxing and instilling this confidence that I've learned through boxing yeah. around the world to anybody and everybody who's wanting to put the work in and, and yep. you know what I mean? Like yep. wanted to put the work in and genuinely like, um, value, value my time and their time. And you know what yep. I mean? And that way we could both get somewhere together. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's helpful. I mean, yes. collectively, it's helpful because yes. people that, you know, um, you know, when Anthony Bourdain died, I was pretty, mm-hmm. I was like bummed. Man. I really mm-hmm. liked that. Mm-hmm. I liked yeah, his, yeah, I liked his presence yeah, yeah. and I was just like, damn, man. But I remember him talking about how he got into jujitsu mm-hmm. and a uh, part of it was, I think, talking to Joe Rogan and like mm-hmm. he, but he was a cook, a right, chef, right, right. you know, who got into this thing because people were kind of pushing to do this mm-hmm. thing just as an exploration. And it's like, here's this guy who jumped into this thing. That technically wasn't really on his life path, but it, God, it helped him so much. Mm-hmm. He lost all his weight. He felt really good. Russell Peters, you know who that is? Like he's a, he's a comedian. Like he's yes, a, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, he's yes, like yes. An East Indian guy. Yes, 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 yes. Dude, yes, yes. and he's doing jujitsu now too, and it's the same kind of thing though. Like what you're talking about, it's like taking people and sharing this gift because like there's a lot of people out there who aren't going to be boxers, but they can still learn the craft, the skill, mm-hmm. and get like this mental upgrade and spirit, like a spirit upgrade, man. You feel and better. everybody finds a very new respect for the sports and fighters. Yeah, because man, it's fighters rough, put their lives dude. on their lines in there. You know what I mean? It's like, rough, yes, you guys man. are fan paying tickets, but like, man, you do not know what the fighter has done. It has gone through work, their man. life, the work that they did to get in the ring to have. That guy that sits on the couch doing nothing, For drinks sure, his beer, whatever, whatever For you mean, sure, to dude. be judging somebody, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, like, or calling him a bum and this and that. Like, man, you wouldn't last two minutes on the treadmill, <laughs> let alone two minutes yeah. in the ring. You know what I mean? So Correct. Enjoy your beer. Enjoy the show. Just be right. positive and try to learn something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, because it's martial arts, the fighting, all, it's about respect, man. It's about respect because <laughs> everybody oh, could get it. <laughs> well, yeah. And dude, there was there was a real – I remember the first time I went to like this – when I was I was in this organization called the North American Tungshu Dao Association uh-huh. and they were like old school. Like they do like um, very martially oriented in the Chinese martial arts and then they did like acupuncture, bone setting, like uh-huh. old, old school Chinese gung fu, like Mr. Miyagi shit. Yeah, yeah. But they were serious and they're like practitioners all over the country and they're very good. And I went to my first like sparring conference, right? Like where it's like 
yeah, it's, you know, it's full contact. You can go in there and test what you're learning. And I remember going there and I had not done that really. Oh. And I remember just being like, <laughs> who's your Shidoshi? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Dimak. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I had like, I was nervous as hell yeah. going. And then I remember though, everybody there, everybody was very respectful to everybody else. And it was just because this underlying thing, men to women, man to woman, women to men, like across the board, but everyone was that that reality of physicality. Uh-huh. Everyone's like, there's just, everyone needs to just mind their tongue. Like everyone needs to, you could just feel it where everyone's like, there's no need to do that in this space because some people here are very equipped. And I think that there's a certain amount of reverence and respect that comes. The quiet ones. Like yeah, that. when people are just, you know, it's like everyone's like, I think when like the fighting people are skilled in fighting in some capacity too, there's just a level of respect that everyone kind of has for each other too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's like, oh yeah, like, yeah, the, you know, that guy's probably dangerous. So you mm-hmm. should probably just, uh, you know, be respectful. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, it's reasonable, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not about fear or intimidation. And to everybody. You yeah, know that's what I mean. What I mean. But, but that, that one definitely really makes them like look back like, yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe yep. I don't mess that person. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Be, Reasonable. No, yeah. It's, it's the same thing, right? Just don't taunt the tiger. There's no need to be stupid. No, 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 no. No need to like, you know, push buttons when buttons don't need to be pushed. But it's, but I think it's a good mindset uh, that I think people kind of take in because it's like, don't underestimate anybody, you know? Never. Don't like, don't push into that, that space. Mm-hmm. That's like the worst thing you can do, I think, is like, yeah. Don't underestimate anybody and don't take life for granted. <laughs> like, like, just, just don't because. I 100% agree, man. <laughs> Anything could happen to anybody at any given time. So yeah, <laughs> protect yourselves at all times. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, on that note, do you want to have a little tequila as we close yeah, out here? Let's do it. Let's do it. I, w- I would. I would. I would love to. All right. So we'll we'll close out here with some uh, Casamigos. All right. Let's do it. So Casamigos. I don't know if you're hip to it. Oh, I know. I love it. You yeah. do like Casamigos? Yeah, oh, man, I, I I love tequila. We're we're yeah. from where my family's from. We're from the area where oh, all yeah? the tequila's made, you know. Oh, so, nice, man. And we're Mexican, so, you know, it's always in us. But, yes, George Clooney and I don't know who his partner is, but I love this tequila. Dude, when Who's I... Who's his partner? I don't. I actually don't know. Okay, but, I just but, know, obviously, George Clooney, but it's just Cheers, like, man. Yeah, no, salud. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. When we when I had this, um, the first time, people were... I, I was out somewhere, and someone said... I think it was sorry. A, this reminds you of a, of, of Cabo San Lucas now. Yeah, yeah. The first time I had it. I was like, well, it's good. Go, totally. Go ahead. No, it's the first time I had I had Casamigos. I'm trying to think where I was. I think I was at a tequila bar, but I was asking the bartender like, "What's a really good tequila?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I had heard of Casamigos, and I knew it was George Clooney." He's like Casamigos, and I'm like, "The George Clooney one, man." And I was like, "Really? Like, I don't know, man. Fucking, that's a celebrity." Nah, you know? he, he, and, and, he's, and he was like. He's like, just he's like, go online and read about George Clooney and his like appreciation Passion for, for he, it, bro. He, he like nailed it. And he then, nailed it. So I was like, all right, pour it. And then I had it. And I was like, oh my god, yeah, yeah he nailed this it. is like really good, you know. Yeah. And the anejo is really good too. This is the reposado. But yeah, shout out the shout out to George Clooney, shout out to Casimigos, <laughs> and shout out to Jalisco where the mm-hmm. tequila's made. <laughs> so good, man. This one is really good. Have you had Dulce Vita? I, I maybe I've seen the bottle. Yeah, that's, that's really good too. Yeah, that's a really I mean, good I can't one. say. Heradura, I like too. Uh-huh. That one's really good. This is really good. Um, there's a bunch, man. When uh, I come, yeah, when I come back, I'm gonna go to to Jalisco to to our, um, basically the my dad's hometown. The basically the the town celebration. Everybody has a fiesta, you know. So the small mm-hmm. town, um, they celebrate the the basically the church, the town, the people. Yep. Um, but just the tequila, obviously, is just you're you're there right there. You're at the source, you know. Oh, yeah. So definitely get a lot of stuff that, they don't, they, that they don't sell. They don't. They don't sell there. <clears throat> but um, there's this um, 
there's a the, the, the tequila that I had one time. I had a nice dinner uh, on vacation. I was like, you know what? I want this good tequila afterwards. It's called yeah. um, Rey de Sol. Ooh. You know, look it up, man. Look it up. Rey All de right. Sol. It was, it's right. like, it was like candy. I was like, how? I mean, it was... It, it, enjoy yourself, you know what I mean, with that. And you, you'll sip it after dinner and just yep. like, wow. Like, how did they do that, you know? So, obviously it's not the price point, but it's just these different tequilas are... Dude, I think it's like it's, like it's like any of this stuff, right? Like when you start researching how it's made, it's like anything, right? You're like, damn, you just respect the process yeah. and the product a yes, lot more. Yes. You're like, it's really good, man. Like tequila consistently, I can have, I can drink tequila. I would say out of all the spirits, it's the one I feel the best on. Yeah. Like when I drink it, it's not heavy. Like it's uh-huh, like, uh-huh. Whis- I love whiskey, but whiskey mm-hmm. can be, I have to drink whiskey in the fall and winter when it's cold. Yes, 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 hot, yes, 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 yes. I drink whiskey, I'm like, like yes. hot, you know, it's just yes. very... Tequila though has just got this beautiful like I don't uh-huh. know something about it and I it grew on me dude and, and the Rock loves tequila he's starting the tequila line oh yes I saw that yeah I'm like yeah, and that guy drinks tequila every day no I bet I bet he says one shot maybe sometimes two every night like that's what he does like he wraps up his day he has one shot of tequila sometimes two and he loves tequila so when he they, he said he was making a tequila line I got really excited yeah no <laughs> I was like dude if you smell <laughs> what the Rock is cooking oh, I can't wait to smell it <laughs> I was so excited man I was like you gotta you gotta um, get this. Yeah, no, I, I love I love my tequila with I mean like I love palomas. I mean if you make yep. it, obviously lime, you know salt, you yep. put your your uh, uh, squirt squirt soda is the best with yeah. it. Yeah, yep. You put a tahini on it, you know, and, and, yeah. and back in Jalisco the cantaritos, you know, they're just little yeah, yeah, little, yeah. little clay cups. But that, that's that's like my my go to. Yes, palomas all day, or you know if you wanna. I'll put a you know uh, soda water, lime salt on this. You know, if I'm yeah, yeah, to be cool. But it's just you can I, I can have it anyway. You know, I'm the same way, man. In in my my mom's were there. Uh, there's a little spot in Mexico, Los Barriles. Mm-hmm. So all the locals there, like when we went there, my mom bought this place back in like 2006, mm-hmm. um, and we went there and we were hanging out there, and all the the locals they were drinking this beverage, you know, and I'm like, what are they, what is this? And they're, they're like, they're like, it's a TNT, you know? And I'm like, what's TNT? They're like tequila and tonic. So it's like tequila and tonic water. And dude, that mixture, like no one knows about it here. I like, I order it now when I go places and people are like, oh, wait, tequila and tonic water, tequila and tonic water. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, not tequila and club soda. I'm like, no, tequila and tonic. So tequila, a good tequila with mm-hmm. a good tonic mm-hmm. and a squeeze of lime. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Really? Oh, dude! And all the all oh, the, I'm gonna change it up, dude. All the locals were drinking it there. They're like, that's like they're like, this that's is the drink. The way you like drink if it. you order something, they're like, this is what to get. Like, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. don't fuck around. That's <laughs> any city I travel to. I was like, yeah. What do you guys drink around yeah, here? I want it straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what do you guys drink? What do you eat? And I I'm like, know. yeah, totally. And I'm like, blanco, reposado, and uh-huh. they hell, they're like, whatever. But like, good tonic, good tequila, and and with a lime. And I'm like, damn. And so now, dude. It's like right up there, like I up there with like my some of my favorite drinks are like a Greyhound. It's all citrus. I like Greyhound. Mm-hmm. I like uh, mojitos. Mm-hmm. I like um, tequila and tonics. Like definitely love a good margarita. Refreshing, refreshing, refreshing clean. Yeah, you know, like a, natural. That like, seems to be the kind of like direction yeah, I go. But for the tequila sure. and tonic, man, it's worth trying. Okay, like all it's right. done, damn done, tasty. Done deal because <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the only time I've heard tonic, obviously gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I. I don't like. I can't drink gin. Like I don't know. It's just it's just it's just not my yeah, thing. But I, but I, but I've had it in other other drinks before, you know. And it was like, well, that's a that's gin in there. Okay, I yeah, can drink yeah. this one. I can do that, right? But that's and then I've tasted tonic water. I was like, no, I love carbonated water. I love soda water. What sure. sorts of water? You know what I mean? But I was like tonic. I was like, it has a little different 
taste to it. Why? <laughs> Why? What is it? You know? It's the quinine. It's, it's quinine. Okay. That's the, that's the flavor of like tonic. Okay. Okay. And sometimes it's synthetic and sometimes it's real. Okay. But the, I think that's how you say it. Quinine. Quinine. Okay. Yeah. But it's like Q-U-I-N-I-N-E. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's the flavor that gives tonic its little like... That, that flavor is that. Nice. Nice. It's good though. I mean, I, it's... It, uh, if I'm, you get a good... Te- a good tonic is quite good. You know, it's just you have to find the right one. Like Schweppes. Like the Schweppes brand. Yeah, well, I like. Uh, there's one called uh, Fever Tree that uh-huh. they actually sell at like most Nuggets or Rayleigh's. Oh, or, like, okay. It's a pretty mainstream one, but they have like different kind of flavors. They have like an elderberry. Type. Okay. But it's almost like it's kind of like it's it's a little more expensive. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like you know I've had it's, fr- it's, I've had it's, wor- it's worth it. It's I've worth had it. friends tell me they're like if you're gonna make a mixed drink, the, the key is good spirit, good, good yo, spirit, sure. and a good like mixer. Right, right, like, you right. can't just have. Bullshit. Right. You know, they're like, don't. Cancel some pop-up. Yeah. Pop, pop. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 actually, like, yeah, get something. Safeway Select. Like, yeah, right? correct. Like, yeah, get something that's, like, quality. If, you can, if that's what you got, go ahead. Go for it, you know. For but, sure. For sure. But for if sure. you can get the other stuff, get the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%, man. Well, dude, before we fully close out here. Yes. For people watching. Uh-huh. What's your Instagram? What's your uh, social media? Uh, Let's put that out there. All right. So, and, and you've got a website or whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever so, you got that you want people to be so aware again, of. So uh, again, Fabian Melendez. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Fabian Melendez. Uh, Instagram, Melendez Boxing. Um, That's just at Melendez Yeah, boxing. at Melendez Boxing on okay. Instagram. I have uh, my email, uh, Fabian at MelendezBoxing.com. Okay. Uh, website, MelendezBoxing.com. Um, I'm in Redwood City. I mean, I'm in the Bay Area. I'm in Sacramento. You know, so Sacramento today. Yeah, I'm in Sacramento today. You know, yeah. but I always try to come and visit. And when I come visit, I come visit family. But yeah. then I'm boxing, and and I'm always down to do a group session with people to teach new people. Cool. The hey, if you want to come by, watch me work out at the gym. Come by, check call it out. me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very personable with people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's why I like the personal training you know right. being a personal trainer person, i'm a very person, personal man. person you know what yeah. I, mean? I like i like uh i like connecting with people you know what i mean so mm-hmm. feel free to reach out ask questions you know what I mean? i'll try to get back to anybody and everybody that i can beautiful um but you know feel free to to ask me questions about boxing or whatever it is that, that you want at any time or what gym do you do i recommend in the area you're going to or what kind of equipment yeah. whatever it is boxing related Call me. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk boxing. Whatever it is that you want. That's you great. Know? And maybe we'll have you back on for like if there's a big boxing fight, we'll have you like. Oh, for sure. Give yeah, that, man, the for re- sure. fight recap. That'd be fun. Man, what's uh, what's coming up next, man? I, I can't think right I now. But I mean, there's just so much. There's so much going on in boxing. We could. The last one. The we last could be here one, all day. Yeah, it'd be fun too. But the last one I watched was uh, the Deontay Wilder. Oh and my Fury. god, dude. That was oh, that was intense, man. And that was just brutal. That was like two titans just going at it. Dude, and then Fury got dropped right at the end, which was like, I mean, it was just an amazing fight. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. That every, was one of the best boxing fights. It was everything, man. I was jumping up and down the TV. I was just yeah. kind of like after the so after, after the first round, the first two rounds, like man. Fury, let's go! You got it. I love yeah. both guys, right? They're both great guys. They you know, are great, but, yeah. uh, but but I was like, I was, you know, I picked somebody. I wanted Fury to win. Sure, that sure. One, you know? Yeah, you're on my so, side. So 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 I was just like, oh my god, he's got this. He's got this. And yeah. like Fury, I mean, Fury had to be perfect the whole fight, you know. And Deontay Wilder had to be perfect for that moment. And yeah. And so after the first first rounds, two three rounds, I was like, I just saw. Fury, I was like, nah, 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 this boy is there tonight, you know? This boy is, he is was the there. truth. He was and there. And then, Very you know focused, what I mean? Man. Everybody gets hit, and that's exactly, you know what I mean? Like, when he got hit with that 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 uh, that left hook, when he pulled that right hand, and Deontay Bowler came over with that left hook and, and hit him with that, yep. luckily he was going away from that shot and not, not into it, so he kind of, like, took some of the impact off, but it did 
money shot got money him. shot and i was just like no no <laughs> but then i was like he popped up like the undertaker dude i know like literally that's what it reminded me of have you seen the memes of those things <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah he popped it that's first thing. I was like dude he came up like the undertaker so fast i was like no he went through too much in his life mentally mentally you know the mental yeah. the, the, the mentally challenge that he's overcome yep. i was like he's a fight he's gonna get up and that did not surprise me that he got up you no. know what i mean i just i was like it was up. a devastating shot but then we got up i was like yes 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 yeah and, and he then, got up quick yes it was fast it was and he just kind of like just shook it off I was he's like, he's like i'm good i'm good i'm like shit I'm like, this guy is crazy but and, that's, you know yeah God dude that, that yeah great God great heavyweight him. fight i love i love what's going on in the heavyweight division and in, in uh in in, in in boxing i mean there's a lot of like there's a lot of going on right now so it's yeah. just in these next couple of years man we see a lot of good things you know yeah. a lot of good things in the heavyweight division so it's exciting to see that in boxing you know so for sure man more um, to come yeah for sure for sure dude yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate yeah, it, man. It was, appreciate it. it Love was, you. Good seeing you, man. You too, man. Like, it was good being here, and this won't be the last time. No, no, no. We'll definitely, get you back definitely on. Definitely not. Definitely not. All right, man. Thank you. Salute. <laughs>